Yes, sir. Time to crank up the big, the bottles, and the boom shakalakas, baby. I am the captain. We are the sports brew. And it is time to raise a glass and celebrate Super Bowl 56. Incidentally, can we please let go of the Roman numerals? It is time, y'all. Just go Arabic numerals. It's all right. Okay? We know <laughs> it's just easier to reference, man. Super Bowl 56. You can make some fun, you know, fun. Use a fun font. All right? It's okay, y'all. It's fine. All right. Hey, anyway. Sam, Sam Jackson would prefer English. <laughs> not Roman numerals. <laughs> not Roman numerals. Look, bro. <laughs> Out of the gate. Are you going <laughs> to... Who's crying? Who's crying? Who is that? <laughs> Other than Bengals fans. Wait a second. Didn't we say the Todd baby was? We were giving that to somebody else this week. Who was that? Kyler trans- Murray. Who? Kyler Murray. Kyler Murray. Oh, that's right. Oh. <laughs> Freaking Kyler Murray. That's just dude. rude. That's Making just me the scapegoat for a playoff loss. You did Wait. fuck up, you moron. <laughs> You put eleven on the board. How about that Carson Wentz Wentz and throw to the end zone, bruh? Look, Peyton Manning got bageled once, so I don't even want to hear it. So and he didn't fucking complain about it. Oh, by the way. Uh oh. Just so y'all know, I talked to the parents of the team and I say we we don't pay for therapy. Well, that's good. So Braden, you listen to the podcast, my man. (laughs) We don't pay for therapy, so there's a shout-out. We're glad you're listening. We don't do therapy. Dude, here's the thing. We're going to open up. We haven't even... We're talking about Super Bowl fonts, right? (laughs) We might as well open up with a fail. So we get a Kyler Murray fail. But you know what? I don't know that there was a a Peter Shrinklage Award for the Super Bowl, but for damn sure... Actually, that's a lie. I do have one. But for damn sure, Kyler Murray gets the Peter Shrinklage Award of the Week. You know what I'm saying? He come does. On, come on, bro. And he's already he short, it, so. <laughs> does, he need, does he need to co-sleep with the head coach? <laughs> like, what's oh, going no. On? What's going on? Too soon. Too soon. <laughs> I mean, I like his upside, but I mean, come on, dude. <laughs> Come on, man. Kyler Murray scrubbing your Instagram. It's still real to me, damn it. Boo freaking who, dude. (laughs) Does he look like a bitch? (laughs) He He acts like one. He he does when he scrubs that. Oh, my God. Anyway. All right. All right. All right. Let's let's get let's get on to the Super Bowl and some other stuff. We got to do intros, man. We got to do this. First and foremost, the one, the only, the Twitter Terminator. What's up, brother? Dude, I love that they gave Tupac some love at the halftime show. That 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 made my heart happy. It really did. I loved it. And Dre, Dre put it down for California, man. Loved I gotta, t- I love the halftime show. I mean, I saw Freaking some, amazing. I know some people complain, but people complain about everything. But look, guess what? The reality is we're we're in the demographic that is the profitable demographic at the moment. You know what I mean? Like yeah. we're, we're the desirable demographic. Uh-huh. That, that's why you hear like music from high school in grocery stores now, because that's where we're at. Which is is the clue that a we're old, <laughs> but but b, b we got the money, but, bitch. But we're 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 in prime <laughs> we're in prime earning area, right? You know, that's kind of the deal. We got the kids, you know. 
we got the the you know the older parents uh and we're kind of in that zone of life so we're kind of in that sweet spot so we're a desirable desirable group but uh, i thought the halftime show was phenomenal i loved it i'm not going to tell you it was the best halftime show they've ever had i'm not saying that but me personally i think i enjoyed that more than just about any halftime show i can remember i thought yeah. it was fun i enjoyed the music I like the setup. I love the fact Snoop Dogg is token on blunts or whatever, <laughs> pulling a couple, I mean, getting a couple of pulls I, in there before <laughs> before it. Yeah, I was gonna say like, here's my shocked face. Like, <laughs> oh my god, he smoked weed. No shit, Sherlock. Duh, duh, y'all. Like, so the hell did you expect Snoop Dogg to do? Be Snoop Dogg. Right, right. That's it. And my man That's looked it. like he was having so much fun up there. That was awesome. Oh, it was great. My man was like just, just living it up. You know. I mean, look, we got some Mary J. Blige. Oh, we got no some, more drama. We got some Eminem. I mean, you knew they were gonna have to do lose yourself. You knew that, right? Absolutely. You know, I loved all the memes that were flying around. Like, oh, it's, you know, they're gonna come out and throw for like. Five billion yards in the second half and 18 touchdowns, which they did not do. Uh, a lot of punting in the second half, so apparently they were losing themselves in defense and punts. Um, but you know what? Both of those quarterbacks got hurt, man. They got rolled up on, yeah. and they go, they, they go you know, break out to get, man. They're like limping and gimping off to the sideline. They come back out there, man. You, 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 there have been stories about how tough Stafford is, So, and that's no joke, particularly uh, yeah. playing through like those thumb injuries in years past. Uh, but kudos to both of them for yeah, gutting it through, for gutting it, yeah, for, for yeah. sacking up, gutting it out, and getting back in there and clutching up when they, you know, well, obviously. I mean, look, dude, I, unless unless the leg was broken and you couldn't walk on it, that you knew them dudes was going to be out there. Oh no, you got to play. It's a Super Bowl, dude. It's a Super Bowl. That's it. That's it. And also, my my favorite, probably. Other than the halftime show, my mm. favorite was Evan McPherson, the Bengals kicker, sitting through the halftime. He didn't even bother going to the locker room. He's like, nah, I'm going to watch halftime. It, it, it makes me think of uh, Michael Irvin. I, I forget what Super Bowl it was, but it was the Michael Jackson halftime show. Oh yeah, yeah, and he, you know, he 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 told him he had to go to the bathroom, and he like snuck out and kind of watched part of the. <laughs> and it's a great story because you know you couldn't get away with that today. Like social media would, they'd be all over it. Uh, yeah. But yeah, McPherson being out there being like, yeah, I gotta watch the halftime show. It's okay, dude. You're the kicker. It's all right. You can you can probably miss whatever adjustments they're doing. It's fine. Just just do your job just, and kick the field goal. You know, and extra points. And extra points. Yeah, extra points. By the way, dear Rams, they're important. Usually. They didn't handle their business on one, no. but they handled <laughs> their business overall. Overall, uh, that's true. That's true. All right, let's get Randy up in this piece, man. Get them in. Yo, the one and only Giggity Giles. What's up, bruh? Uh, not a whole lot. Obviously, I, not the outcome <laughs> I wanted. To you sound so excited. Well, I, mean, <laughs> I, I glossed up the Rams, and I'm like, eh, fuck the Rams. And it's just, it's one of those things where, uh, like I said, it's not the outcome I wanted. Um, obviously, not the only thing I could say is, you know, good on Stafford just because he's been part of shitty teams for so long that he finally got a ring. So, I mean, sure. that's, so that, sure. that part of it, I'm fine with. So who, who, who do we get, who do we get, who do we get, who do we get the Detroit Rams shirt for? Would that be, oh, would, Lord. would that be, would that <laughs> Come be, on, man. would that be front runner Whitfield? Does he want the Detroit Rams shirt? 
a fail horn of shirts. <laughs> asking, <laughs> asking I mean, for it a really friend. is. Asking for a friend. You know who probably has a Detroit Rams shirt? I bet LeBron does. Did you see that thing where he wanted to he wanted to do like a parade? He wanted to include the Lakers in like the Rams parade. Get the fuck out of here! <laughs> oh Lord. He was talking about all the all the you know because of the Lakers won, the Dodgers won, <laughs> and they didn't get uh you know because of the pandemic. Obviously, they didn't get the the typical parades. And he was talking about how they should, uh, you know, kind of have this big L.A. parade and all this stuff. I was like, dude, man, you can't do that. It's, it's, it's after the fact, man. Your team, you don't even have all the people on the team anymore. Yeah, no shit. <laughs> that's, that's done, dude. That's over. That's over, bro. <laughs> that's over. Although uh, Tom Brady did have good advice uh, for Matthew Stafford. By the way, I don't know if y'all saw some of the uh, parade, man. Matt Stafford's having is having himself a day. Now he's not avocado boat party like Brady was the other year. At least I didn't see any footage where he's getting like carried off by anybody. Uh but Stafford definitely was hitting the sauce and having a good time. So Bro, I would let imagine me tell you. what? Now I've got a wife and two kid girls. Mm-hmm. My man's got a wife and four girls. So yeah, he's he gonna hit the sauce good. <laughs> I'm just saying, he, he got a lot of estrogen in that house. My man's got to get, get lit. Yeah. And then take an Uber or a Lyft home. Yeah. Oh, here's the tweet from LeBron. We, Dodgers, and Rams should all do a joint parade together with a live concert afterwards to end it. City of Champions, congrats once again. So, mm, I think you missed the boat, bro. Maybe 4th of July. Although, maybe they would have gotten a better crowd out there for the... <laughs> The Rams parade. I don't know, dude. You know what? You can always take stuff and people complain. Like they had good turnout in some areas, like in in the part where they're actually like speaking and interacting with the crowd. I mean, there were there were people out there. Uh, do I think Cincinnati would have been absolutely batshit crazy? They probably would have. They probably would have flown a helicopter and dropped and thrown some turkeys out just for good measure, right? They probably would have done it. They probably would have done it. Dude, let me K- tell you WKRP something. Cincinnati style, wins man. the Super Bowl. The people are going to be eating Skyline chili, and, and Sean McVay is going to be talking about people in the portalettes, you know? <laughs> yeah. The portalettes. As a matter of fact, I think Sean McVay did talk about the, the, the porta potties. the guy that takes his shit in the porta potties. All right. I, I, I went in there. I about threw up. All right. Have a little bit more uh, social awareness. That's to take a piss. Don't take a shit in the porta potties. All right. Somebody's sitting in the porta potty. We gotta start putting the camera on the porta potty. See who's sitting there. Yeah, Whitfield. That's who's sitting. And, and that was at the parade. That, that's not hard knocks. And at actually, all. since since we don't have Mark or the Failhorn, they're probably both taking shits in porta potties. I was about to say that was probably more of a D stat poo sort of thing. And then yeah, he's claiming he's got a sleep apnea test, but you know, we all know he's taking a shit in the portalette. He's just he's just chilling and like you know. Listening to some Spice Girls, it's fine. Hey, right. you know, he, he, he's listening to some Nickelback. Oh, oh, good Charlotte. Yeah, good yeah. Charlotte. Yeah, there it is. Little, there little, it is. little Lenny Kravitz, you know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Dude, if they put that concert together, I'm buying him a ticket. <laughs> and I'm going to ask Megan for the address and I'm mailing it to him. Nice. I know we ain't going, but damn, that would be hilarious. Well, if we get a photograph of that. That'd be cool. <laughs>
I was going to say, we just drive, drive him to it and say it's a tool show, and there you go. Oh, well, he'd know if it was a legitimate tool I show. Know, I was going to say, know. isn't tool coming to Richmond later in the year? I, I thought I heard that. Couldn't tell you. Yeah, but no. I'm not. Knows. Tool or a tool, like you know, <laughs> or a tool. <laughs> well, a tool is already here. Oh, oh look, look! I secretly recorded Randy at at, at the Super Bowl party. This is what happened at the end of that uh, Rams Bengals game, man. Right here. Fuck them. Oh, see, that's exact. That was a that was a real time quote. Real time quote from Randy. You're not wrong. No. <laughs> by the way, by the way. That was a fun Super Bowl party. That was a mountain of food. Good God, dude! Holy and we God. crushed it. Oh, we ate a ton. We had we had chili. We had fresh wings. Mike's over here making you know, dude, making that wings. Dude can, that those yeah. wings were on point. Yeah, you know, back in the day, Mike had a burrito truck. Holy and, balls! Yeah, dude can cook, man. There's no lie, as they say. Damn, no lie. So I, that that was good, man. I was I was very well satiated in between the the beverages. And the food and the Chick Fil A nuggets and the fresh wings. Look, and I, I've been eating. I've been eating chili all all week for lunch. I didn't eat any chili the day of, other than tasting it. But I did. It's. I know. I know. That, that was, was a, good, dude, bro. Oh yeah, definitely. Do, do you know how and, my, and let me tell you something. Yeah. I got home, and Chloe, I'm telling you, would have been proud of me when I got home. Because and also, don't be the guy that takes his shit in the poor pot. Apparently, it's not D stat. Right? It's not Matt. It, it's it's McGuffin over here dropping bombs. <laughs> hey, we all knew the risks involved eating all that food. Yes, we, knew, we, did. We, we knew we'd be destroying some toilets the next Bro. day. Bro. Unlike well, Shannon Maybe Dayo. not the next day, that night, man. I was I was like, oh, oh. going to make an early trip. Beer and chili and wings. Whoa, hey, what about beer this? and mm. chili? And we, but I tell you what, for the Super Bowl party, we definitely understood the assignment. Mm. That was good times. Yes, it was. That was good times. Kids had fun. We had fun. That was just a whole bunch of victory, as far as I was concerned. Absolutely. All right. We should probably shift gears. Look, we love the halftime show. All these people complaining. Just shut your pie holes. You're wrong. (laughs) You're either old. You're too young to know better, or you're just wrong. It's one of the three. Or you're just a cunt. I mean, <laughs> you could be, because that that was a great, that was a great, enjoyable halftime show. That was fun. I'm not you saying it's perfect. I'm not saying it was the best, most impactful halftime show ever. I'm not saying that. I mean, a few things can live up to Katy Perry and Left Shark. Earth, <laughs> Left Shark. Oh, but, <laughs> Left Shark was great, man. Left Shark was fantastic. Look, that, that all, was all I'm saying is the. For the last few years, the shit we've been going through, and to get that fifteen minutes no, was dude, just beautiful. It was fantastic. Oh my god, that was that was that was wonderful. That was super enjoyable. That was super enjoyable. It was super enjoyable. Yeah, I mean, dude, we we fired up the stereo. We we turned that sucker. Oh up, man. yeah, we did. Oh my god, Oof. dude, that was beautiful. Yeah. By the way, thank you for that. Oh well, you're, you're welcome, sir. You're welcome, sir. Nice little kickback to the teen years, which was always nice. Mm, oh, yeah. Well, look, I mean, the '90s is '90s, early 2000s, man. That's prime. That's prime high school, early 20s zone. That was good. That was good stuff. I mean, hell, Chronic was like the first Dre album I I listened to back when I was a kid. Well, look at that. Yeah, be- yeah. Before I before I got into like metal and shit, yeah, I, I listened to like Snoop and Dre and stuff like that. I was gonna say I got I got doggy style, so. Whoa. 
Shannon, that's a little bit of a deep dive there, friend. Well, I'm just saying, other than Sunday with the wife, I mean, I got the, the uh, CD as well. <laughs> Careful, bro. You're going to give yourself some more hip bursitis. <laughs> Brayden, you didn't hear that. Never mind. Say, plus, uh, kids are listening to this thing now. So. Oh, shit. Well, we don't know who's listening to it. Maybe, you know. Well, Todd's listening to it. Todd's probably like, I didn't need to know that. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, Todd, looking forward to Friday. Looking forward. Yes, thank you, Todd. A little, uh, a little uh, at, you know, beer and food celebration. What is it? Iron and wood? Is that where we're going? Yeah. Uh, and, then, and then, and then the Ram Spotters game at VCU. That should be a good time. Yeah, it should be a fun time. That should be I'm fun. Looking forward to it. I gotta, I gotta pack one of my more serious masks though. That'll oh, be yeah, the, I'll have an N95. Yeah, like that'll be the first time I've been in a crowd like that in, oh, geez, since pre pandemic. That's going to say, that's going to be se- weird. September for me, but I was outdoors. So when I went to the UK game. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I mean, this is like indoors basketball game, crowd of people. Yeah, this will this will be a, this is new for me like three or four years. Yeah. So I hear you. Be a little bit bizarre. But that's okay. Should be a good time. It'll be fun to hang out with. You fuckers. So, you know. Yep. And send pictures and laugh and be like, hey, Whitfield, what's up? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, you're not. No. <laughs> no, you're right. I'm not. I mean, I mean, we could, you know, fuck with Todd and just eat there and then go to, like, just brewery hop in uh, Scott's Edition and say, fuck it, you know? Love some Scott's Edition. It's good times. I mean, I would think the basketball game would be fun. I mean, let, uh, didn't weren't it like sixty four to sixty two when they played earlier this year? I mean, it was a good game earlier this year, right? I can swear that's what I saw. I, I think so. I think that's okay. Right. Anyway, look. All right, all right. We need to shift gears. Let's talk about the actual Super Bowl. Let's get there. We know the halftime show was fun. We know that. And again, if you think otherwise, you're the dummy. So, or you're a part of that. You're one of those weird memes, like, oh, I don't like the Super Bowl halftime show. Lose your pants. So, let me ask you this, because um, we'll, we'll go through the game a little bit, but if you had, like, I in, in my head, I think about certain key moments in that game, and obviously one of them is, is the is the Odell Beckham injury, because um, the Rams' offensive production was took a monstrous hit once he was out. Because early on, I, I'm not going to lie, early on in that game, I was like, oh my God, are they going to blow, are they going to blow the Bengals out of the, out of here? <laughs> This, mm-hmm. this is not a good start, man. This is not a good start, dude. Um, but, you know, look, the Bengals got down to the Chiefs and then came came back. You know, that was obviously a key moment. But I think about certain, particularly with the Bengals, I think about missed opportunities. Yeah. You know, whether Burrow didn't see somebody that was open. Like on that, that early fourth and one around midfield. I think it was T. Higgins, man. He was open, dude. There's nobody on him. Nope. Not where he threw the ball. Would have been a first down. Well, had he caught it. Again, I think of missed opportunities. And for the life of me, dear God, I don't understand. Where was Joe Mixon late in that game? I don't understand. Pirine? Come on, dude. Get Joe up in there for a little bit, bro. Weird to me. Weird to me. Joe's but- your God. Like, I, you know, for me, like, I, I feel like the Super Bowl should be more like basketball. Like you just, you roll with your five, you roll with your starters. If, if 
for some reason they can't play a down, then you take them out. But like you roll with the dogs that got you there. Look and, and look, I, I get P. Ryan got you a couple of plays here or there, but Joe Mixon's your dog, right? Like that's your guy. I like, mean, that's I ha- your that's your lead dude, and like you you ride or die with that guy. I mean, that that's who you go with. Have you seen anything like he was hurt? Because nah. I haven't seen any like unless I've missed it. I just don't understand. Now and they Why? they went with their packages. They they went the with the packages. I mean, they, look, look. Back in the day when I would take the ladies out, I'd I'd hope they go with my packages too. You know what I'm saying? Right. But occ- right. occasionally you need a little flexibility. I'm just saying I don't understand, particularly at the end of the game. Uh, why mixing is not in there for some of that? I mm. I just don't get it. And this is not necessarily a knock against Pirine. But it is. Oh, he's a solid dude, right? But it is saying if Joe Mixon is your dude, and I mean, I think most people will, will go, "Well, Joe Mixon's the better back." Where was he? But look, okay, so the Beckham injury—that's one of them. Yeah. When Aaron Donald pushes Burrow out, and all, all the uh, all the Bengals linemen get all feisty and get up in his face—bad idea. Clearly, I, yeah, I, lo- but I, look, gotta- I, I love them coming to defend Burrow. I do. But man, that Rams defense started picking it up, man. Bro, you you fired up Aaron Don. You got Aaron Donald like I don't know, like you just motivated him with that shit. Didn't it feel like it though? Yeah, it's weird because it, he he they they pretty much contained him all game until that moment. He had a fairly and then, quiet. And then he got he just said, "Okay, motherfuckers, let's go." Yeah, I mean, it, it's just the Rams finished that game very strong. Yes, they did. And so, some of, <laughs> that's true, <laughs> and we'll get to that too. Wow. Uh, they definitely got some bonus, some bonus stuff. <laughs> uh, There's which, a lot which, to digest. Which, Ran- which Randy has to kind of empathize with the Bengals fans here because some of the things that the Rams seem to maybe benefit from with some end game officiating against the Niners, they, they yet again get some end game benefit friendly officiating. Uh, and look, were there some valid flags and mixed in there? Yes, there were, and that that probably serves as, you know as a key moment as well. Really, that what was it third and eight or third and goal from the eight or that that defensive hold on third when the Bengals have large have really held the Rams out of the end zone, right? And they've done a, a really good job, and you get that that penalty which just feels weak and. This is this is late in the fourth quarter. Just yeah. so we can clarify. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. And, and, very late. And, on, and on that particular play, that was, in my estimation, a crap call. It was a shit call. It, it was a shit call. Was a however, shit call. however, the referees missed a blatant false start on the, the Rams play. on the <laughs> same. Damn play, which would have put it third and thirteen. Uh, you know, it, look, what it, it is, what it is at that point. I know it gives them a little bit more room to operate. If I'm the Bengals, I'm a little pissed that you that that's as blatant a miss as there's going to be in a Super Bowl because there's so many eyes on the line of scrimmage I and know. Collinsworth and Michaels missed it. Like I. Well, and Shannon, you actually pointed out in the first quarter on that fourth down on their on the Bengals' first drive. 
is, hey, is he lined up offsides? Actually, yes, he was. Aaron Donald was lined <laughs> up offsides, and they didn't flag him for it. I mean, I was, I'm, I'm sitting there, and I'm naked eye, and I'm like, you yeah, know, he was- you see things, <laughs> and, and sometimes on when you're in TV versus when you're in the stands at an NFL game, like you see, you see different things, and just the naked eye on that fourth down, like you were just saying, like, I'm just like, is he, is he offsides? Like it just looked like he was yeah. offsides and nope. you, you can tell that like, you can really tell if someone's just lined up offsides and it, it. Well, when more of when over half of his helmet is pretty much past the football, it's like, yeah, you're offsides, dude. <laughs> yeah. Like, I, come on. I, I think part of the thing is it's, Sometimes they get they call things a little overly tight at the beginning of the playoffs, right? To establish certain things, and then they kind of let them go and let them play. And we obviously understand that they missed on that T. Higgins and Jalen Ramsey play to open up the second half. We understand that. But Offensive just, face masks are normally missed. Well, sorry. No, I hear you. I, it, w- was it was it a face mask? Yes, and you know, plenty of people will say the old proverbial "control the head, control the man." I mean, look, Ramsey overran. You know what I mean? Overran. He did. He did. He did. He did. Ramsey so, was getting burnt left and right that game. <laughs> not as bad as Eli Apple, but Ramsey definitely. I think that was the True. most yards Ramsey's ever given up. I Dude, think. the Bengals have got some dogs on the receivers. They do. So I mean, Ramsey took it upon himself. And look, <laughs> Higgins is a beast. Like I don't, I don't think people really understand how good Higgins is. And, and then you get my man Chase, Jamar Chase, who was rookie offensive rookie of the year, baller, who is comparable. I'm not saying he's there yet, okay, but rookie season wise, comparable to Randy. Freaking Moss. Comparable. Well, and I think a lot of people forget that Higgins was the number one before Chase came in. Yeah. Correct. Well, I mean, either way, I mean, that that combination of receivers, I mean, it is ridiculous. I mean, they clearly need some OL help. I mean, everybody's been beating that dead horse like there's no tomorrow. So the the Bengals certainly understand that. Yeah. And and they'll, they'll. The, uh, they better. I'm just saying, like, better. If, if I'm an offensive lineman in free agency at this point, and I'm like, eh, I might take a little less money to come to a Super Bowl contender with this offense. Hell yeah. So, well, keep in mind, um, the Bengals' <laughs> pass block win rate in that Super Bowl, this is an NFL next-gen stats jobby, uh, their pass block win rate in that Super Bowl was 18%. That's the lowest pass block win rate by any team by any team in any game this year. That's in terrible. Taint, apparently, do you? Yeah. <laughs> now, I mean, some of that is a credit to the Rams' defensive line, right? I mean, so you you, you can't have one without the other. I mean, we talked about that two weeks ago. Yeah. Like, that that was my biggest fear in this game for the Bengals was that Rams line against them. And they were still line. in it till the end. And, and yes. they were like like credit credit to them, but. I mean, and, and we'll get to it. But. Well, you know, again, we have to acknowledge how different the Rams were post-Beckham knee injury. Correct. Okay. Yes. So the Rams have to overcome that, and that is a significant thing. Also, God bless, uh, the Rams were committed as hell to the run, but they couldn't run for shit. 
I think their average yards per carry, I think it was under two. It was terrible. And it was, we we're sitting there watching. It's like, oh, first down. Of course, the Rams are going to run it and go nowhere. <laughs> it was like, uh, Cam Akers for a yard. Cam Akers <laughs> for a yard. Two yards this time. Hey. Like, it wasn't hey. even a, a three yards in the cloud of fart. It no. wasn't even that. No, it was terrible. So, you know, you have to credit the Bengals defense for that. But, um, so, yes, the Rams overcame the injury. Obviously, not having Higby, uh, losing Beckham in game. That's tough. Um, so you, you have to give them some credit for overcoming some adversity in game. Yes, you can do that and also acknowledge some of the mm, less than ideal officiating in some moments. That that missed call with Higgins and Ramsey is one of them, but that defensive hold was grotesque because that set up that just end game sequence of just slop. And missing the false start, and I know we have the benefit of, oh, here's replay, here's a still, here's this, here's that. But it's significant enough that had they called that, then that defensive that defensive hold play, which really, he had hands on him, but that wasn't a hold. Ramsey got away with a lot more. I think it was, was it Higgins or Boyd that he held going into the, I think it was Higgins going into the end zone. Um, yeah, I mean, you saw him like try to tear his damn shirt off. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They didn't call that, but they're, you know, going to call the you know, getting a little handsy, I guess. Um, so that was tough. But again, you know, with, with with the Bengals, I just I feel like there's just there's more of these little missed moments. And maybe I'm looking back at it because they lost the game. I think back to that, you know, boy drop when he turned his head upfield before mm. he had the ball in his hands. Because uh, that, I'm I'm not saying he would have gotten the first down, but he was going to be right right up on it, and that um, would have given me a chance on fourth down mm-hmm. to make yeah. a to make a decision. Yeah, I, I think again, I think of that very early fourth. I, I don't mind the aggressiveness, but the execution was a little bit off. There's just certain things in that game. I just I feel like the the Bengals left more on the left on more the on table. the table. You know, yeah. not, not more, not having more mixing. And it almost felt like at times, as the Rams are cranking it up in the second half, and they, it, it just feels like there's there's so many missed opportunities for Cincinnati, and I I just I, I don't understand why they got away from some of the, just get the ball the hell out of there kind of deals, you know, uh, obviously McVeigh and Taylor they know each other they're familiar with I mean we can talk about that until the cows come home, but in game adjustments are significant. Ah. And I, I, I was just, with you. I'm I'm with you there because I, I felt like on the first half they they made an effort to get the ball out quick, and I thought they played as good of a first half as they could. And then you know the second half, like you know, it's ten points out the gate, and then they try to go with these deep drops, and it's like, dude, no, no, just what, what just go doing? with what you did in the first half, and you're gonna win the damn Super Bowl and you you're you're like screwing yourself over. It's like what are you doing? Like I, I get you get lucky on that first play. Sure. Like yeah you that's a free that's a that's a huge seven. That's a free seven that normally that defense is not going to give up. Mm-hmm. I, we all understand that. Like I had to run outside and get you guys in to come look at the. Well, replay. they broke down the halftime show so quickly. I was super surprised. I thought I could go enjoy a Snoop Dogg moment, you know, right. before I came back in. 
and all of a sudden you're like, oh my god, there's a touchdown. I was like, what? Uh, yeah, we had to get you guys back inside. And well, that's all right. You you already knew how to rewind on the DVR, MacGuffin, <laughs> bro. <laughs> no, you didn't. But that's all. That's all that happened. Shannon was scared to rewind on the DVR. I was just like, he needed us. He I, needed- at one point, I, like we were so far behind, I just looked at Justin. I was like, here, take over. So apparently, <laughs> I did not understand the assignment no. on that. So. No. No, unfortunately, uh, uh, unfortunately, MacGuffin on the DVR control. Oh, no. Yeah. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> Accurate. The, the people that were down there were good sports. Yeah. Or, or tolerated. Well, me, we at least. we we got it sorted out. It's okay. It's, uh, we got it sorted out. By the way, I, I I love the fact that Sue was like, "Go Ram," and we're like, "It's the Rams." He's like, "No, go Ram," and we're like, "Oh, what? You're picking one singular Ram for this? Okay." <laughs> so goofy. Go Rams. Dude, she was committed though, because I'll was. give it to her, because she was the only person there cheering for the Rams. I think she, I think you're right. Or I'm sorry, the Ram. Mm. She was oh. cheering for the Ram. She was cheering for the Ram. Um, although yeah. I, 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 I understand why though. I mean, well, she's, she's a Steelers she's fan. She's a Steelers so. fan. She can't possibly root for the Bengals. Just no, like she can't. we can't, in good conscience, expect Randy to be like. <laughs> go Rams! <laughs> like, I mean, yeah, that's not happening. Nah, <laughs> no, not gonna. A- Alex Trebek just called from the yeah. dead. <laughs> wow, <laughs> that's harsh. Fuck them. Jeez. Yeah. But no. Oh, I, oh, I, oh, I, oh, 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 oh! Shannon, can you can you bring in Alex uh-oh. Trebek to the? Ah, <laughs> uh, you did it to yourself. Are you kidding? Come me? on! And now call him from the dead. It's Alex Trebek. Do it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> have a sip of your beverage if you have to. I'm gonna have to. Fuck them. <laughs> Fuck them. And now. Fuck them. I found the dead. Fuck them. Fuck them. Who is? Alex. <laughs> Fuck them. <laughs> There you go. You like how I answered that in the answer in the form of a question? I did. I did. I did. That was, that was well done, sir. Thank you. That was well done. I am freaking <laughs> hammered. <laughs> really? There's nothing wrong with that. Um, oh, no, Shan- I, I Shannon, are you a little bit saucy? Do I, I am. look like I give a fuck, Billy Gap? <laughs> <laughs> As we try to steer back to the uh, correct path here, is no, there, is no, there we're a off path? the path, bro. Is there I, I, path? I'm trying to get us back. Trying here, <laughs> throw a dog a bone. Damn. Um, <laughs> Sorry. So, uh, so um, what I was trying to say is. I, I agree with you guys with the second half, the, the fact that uh, the Bengals didn't seem to make the adjustments needed. Um, it felt like they were trying to go for the kill shot every single drive. And when when a defensive line is getting that type of pressure, you have to have a safety valve. You just have to. And if you know, watch the linebackers, have a guy that's always going to do a quick slant or has at least the option Something. route. To Something. You know, and the thing is, the one thing they kept trying to do that really kind of 
frustrated me was they kept trying to run the ball up the middle. You're not going to do that on the Rams. You have to go outside. You got to go outside the tackles. You have to. When the Niners were running Debo, he didn't exactly go in between the tackles. Now they did a lot of trap plays with him, but it's just the idea. A lot of the, a lot of those runs where they had success were outside the tackle. I don't understand why they didn't take some of the 49ers plays. I mean, with a guy like Jamar Chase, why not? You exactly. have a guy who could do that sort of thing. I just I, I felt like wide receiver screens, they didn't do a lot of, which they needed to, because I felt like they were – the Rams' defense was so aggressive at times. I felt like you could have easily broken off a play or two. Just get the ball into the hands of your playmakers and let them do their thing. Yeah. I I would have liked a little bit more creativity out of that. And, and look, I, I know they have the, well, you know, they're feeling, you know, each other out earlier in the game. People like to use all that cliched crap. I mean, I, I hear that. But I, I just, there's a part of me that just, it's kudos to the Rams for persevering, overcoming the Beckham injury, um, overcoming Stafford's interceptions. And there were definitely moments in that game that it felt it was just ripe. There was there, there was clear opportunity for Cincinnati to put that game either out of reach or make it significantly more difficult for the Detroit Rams, <laughs> right? And I mean, every, and every time they had opportunities for that, they they just they just didn't deliver. And I don't know if if that's a matter of. You know, play calling, execution, hubris, whatever. We could like, list off all these reasons, but I just, I'm surprised. And yeah, look, I think realistically, I, I don't have the anti-Ram sentiment that you do, Mr. 49ers fan, but I felt like the Bengals were the easier team to root for, right? Because of the story this year. And I know there's a lot of Joe Burrow knob slobbing. I get that. And Every time you have the ascent and the rise of a team and a player, and and they they you know roll to the forefront, whether they have good post game, whether they have good press conferences and fly suits or not, which his his suit was baller. By the way, I like how people were giving him crap for they loved his outfit rolling up to the stadium, and they they on the Twitter was like, you can't wear the same suit after the game. It's like really, I didn't know that was a thing. You can't you get you're supposed to show up in one suit and leave in a different one. I, I missed the memo. Um, that's crazy, by the way. But I, I don't know. I mean, man. like like those motherfuckers actually would do that, rolling into one suit in the work and rolling out in the different one. You know, like, come on, dude. I mean, who's he think he is? Cam Newton? You know, no. I mean, shit. He he ain't got that kind of money yet. <laughs> no, no, not yet. He but spent it, the entire paycheck on that damn chain he had. <laughs> no shit, <laughs> yo. I don't know. I, I just I feel like there were just there was so much opportunity there for the taking that they just didn't do, you know. And again, kudos to the Rams for overcoming, staying strong, fighting through some of these things, keeping it close. I know we have some punt party moments in that game, but the opportunities were there for Cincinnati. Yes, and re- repeatedly, and they, they got a couple of them. They did, but I, I just when it mattered the most at the end. The Rams did more with it. I, and, I think the lessons learned from that Patriots Super Bowl came into play. Oh, when they got their the, ass handed to them? Yeah, I would hope so. Well, I mean, 13-3, you, you, you kind of you scored. You scored three points. You got your ass handed to you. 
Exactly. Like you understand. You, you gave Bill Belichick two weeks to prepare for you. You're screwed. <laughs> yeah. You're, 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 we are so fucked. Yeah. Like lessons learned. Let's adjust. It's still real to me, damn it. Look, Bill. We understand. <laughs> I, I will say this. Inconceivable. Is- <laughs> I, I will say this feels strange because if you let's look back at, I mean, just a quick glance at the past four years in terms of the playoffs, mm-hmm. it seems like whether it's NFC championship, uh, an AFC or NFC championship game or the Super Bowl itself, we're noticing some really suspect officiating in each one in, in each one of these games. Because um, the year the Rams went to the Super Bowl and getting lost to the Patriots, that's the year that the no call on that. PI that was a definitely a PI. Oh, in the the Saints game. Uh huh. Oh, that that was an, an all time a terrible call. I mean, the, the 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 head office. Somebody should have called them and been like, "You can't do that." <laughs> like, I think I think anybody watching that, other than you know Rams fans, I guess. Yeah. But any any you know football fan with the salt would have been like, "You can't you can't let a game end like that." It's BS. Yeah, that that was. And, um, and, and let's be honest, the better story would have been Breeze versus Brady, Peyton versus Belichick. Yes. No shit. Of course it would. But then you go to the next year. You have Kyle Rudolph with that blatant push off in the end zone and to catch the game winning touchdown. But then the next week in the Super Bowl, you see Kittle hardly extend his arm, but it's Poffins of PI on that amazing catch that would have been let you know. But I mean, it's just it's little things like this. It it, it seems like every. But I mean, look. Think about last year with uh, Packers Bucks. There was a couple times when the Bucks just got away with stuff that they really shouldn't have. And granted, there was nothing. There was nothing the Chiefs could do in the Super Bowl against them. So you no. can't look oh, at the Super no. Bowl. The, the Bucks that was just that ass. Pass. Yeah, but it, it just seems like the past four years, there's been some sort of controversy in each in certain games or in the playoffs that kind of influenced the outcome a little bit. Not saying fully, because we all know, hey. If the call goes, there's that there's say they don't call the holding, they do call the false start. There's no, there's still the Rams may have still scored the touchdown, of course, regardless. and, and, and that's, that's fine. Like, and, and and I'm all for it, but if it's that blatant a mess, oh, I agree. Can't like, I don't know. Like, well, I, I feel like I feel like you should be able to throw the flag and be like. Dude, there was a blatant false start, and y'all just missed it. This is one of those times where I, I don't think I, – I don't know that the coaches should be able to challenge non-calls, but I, I do wonder if there's some merit in being able to challenge a call, right? Where – and you'd have, you'd have to be really careful with this, but uh, – because there is some judgment. However – this would certainly be one of like that face mask with Higgins and Ramsey. Yeah, the that, Rams could have absolutely no, challenged. Now, granted, that. that was a non-call, so you would. If if we're gonna say, well, you'd be able to challenge an actual call, you'd have to let that one go. They'd be pissed, but you'd have to let that one go, right? right. But if that's the case, then you could have challenged the defensive hold call. Now, yes. I know there's some subjectivity. But if I happen to be the coach and I challenge that, and I'd have a still photograph of Jalen Ramsey pulling Higgins' shirt and be like, "You didn't, got, you guys didn't call this." Uh huh. My grievance is usually when it comes to the officiating: call what you actually see. Don't call what you thought you saw. Call what you see, right? Mm-hmm. Definitively. 
Um, you should be able to confidently and definitively say, I saw X, Y, and Z. And if you can't do that, don't throw the flag, you know? Um, and, and you have all these little slices of fail and what you don't want what you dislike seeing are moments of questionable efficiency. Look, they're human. They make mistakes. We understand that we get it, but you should have some, some better mechanisms to uh, just clear those things up. I, whether they huddle up and talk about it for a second, something. And you know, what's weird. I swear to God in the moment at the end of that game, it felt like they didn't show enough of the replays of what was going on. Like when Cup got tattooed by Bell, and they were like, oh, it's a helmet-to-helmet hit. When I first saw it, I was like, yeah, there was some contact up there, but he didn't hit him in the head. Like, that was chest. You know what I'm saying? So it didn't feel like it was blatant. That was one of the that was when they had offsetting penalties. On that. Well, and the thing is, is they called holding on the lineman, but you could have called like offensive PI on cup. Cause he literally ran through, like he clotheslined the defender to get past yeah. him. Oh yeah. But look, he, you know, it's the offensive player of the year, man. He gets away with at least one or two clotheslines of a game. Come on. <laughs> but it's just the idea. It's like, it's there on the screen. They're like, Oh, they're flagging him. They're like, no holding on the offensive lineman. I'm like, well, wait, what? <laughs> where, where I, where I completely dislike it is the idea that you're going to let him play. Right, it's the, the this is my grievance. When it feels like you're letting them play and you're calling it a little bit looser, and then all of a sudden you tighten it up. Yeah, well, I mean, like they that. did for like ninety-seven percent of the right. game, and then that, like that last drive by the Rams, all of a sudden they're like flag, 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 flag. flag. and some to of make them, sure they got into the end. Zone. Right, and some of those flags were warranted, but it, it's it's just from a game flow standpoint. And yes, they met, they missed on the Ramsey Higgins one. We've established that, okay? But there's a whole half of football left. You know, when when you do it at the very end, particularly when a team has held and it's third down and it looks like they're they're forced them for a fourth down. And you give them, you know what I'm saying? Like it felt like they they almost gifted that call. Oh, they did. All right. They, they didn't almost do it. They gifted. Okay. So they gifted them that call. And look, Eli Apple, there's a reason some restaurant, I forget what the restaurant is, there's a reason there's a restaurant that has burnt toast with apple slices on it in your honor, okay? Damn. <laughs> that's, that's Rough. A, I, yeah, yeah. Here's the Eli Apple special, burnt toast with apple slices. This is, this is Rough. rude. Woo. Just rude. Uh, by the way, a whole bunch of players, uh, particularly Kansas City Chiefs, man, they had a fun time piling on him after that Super Bowl. Woo-wee, buddy. Dude, that, that dude should have shut his mouth after that AFC championship. Yeah, he did a little too much uh, gum flapping, for sure. Yeah, he did. Yeah. Yeah. You can't do that. No. Like, I don't know, man. Like, yeah, you got Kansas City. That's cool. But focus on focus on your next game. You don't need to talk shit. <laughs> uh, well, I mean, those things kind of come back around to, to bite you. There were definitely, I mean, Eli Apple got, I mean, he got roasted a couple of times in that game. And look, some of that is a credit to, to Cooper Cup. And if if you didn't appreciate Cooper Cup before this year, I sure hope you appreciate him after this season. All right. And after that, I mean, he, you can make a very credible argument that uh, Aaron He's the Donald, best receiver in the NFL. You can make a very credible argument that, that you know Donald should have been Super Bowl MVP. I don't think anybody would hate on you for that. But I think Cup, particularly after losing Beckham, I think Cup's, Cup's significance to finish off that game was huge. 
But understand this. Most that rec- last drive in particular. Absolutely. The most receiving yards in a single season. Now, this is regular season and postseason combined. Cooper Cup has <laughs> 2,425. You know, the next closest? Calvin Johnson? Larry or Jerry Fitz- Rice? Larry Fitzgerald. Remember oh. that 2008 run? Oh, dude. One thousand have a good run. One thousand nine hundred seventy-seven. That's two thousand eight. Think of the difference: two thousand four hundred twenty-five versus one thousand nine hundred seventy-seven. And see, the one thing I don't understand is why the Bengals didn't truly double cup. They 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 left the whoever was covering them was always left on an island with him. And I mean, especially Scrota, that last drive. Scrotabitch is just tipping the balls in the air for picks, man. You just got to shut down Cup, bro. <laughs> I, I mean, know, one, once Beckham went down with the injury, the fact you didn't double team uh, Cup every single time. Dude. Because, I mean, Jefferson wasn't doing much of anything. Jefferson. You know, Jefferson. Mitch was tipping balls, like Justin said. Uh oh. Uh oh. <laughs> Justin. What'd you say? Oh, 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 oh. Oh my God! Who the hell cares? <laughs> you said balls. Balls. There you go. I'm just saying. I mean, the third. Now I'll, I'll give props to the third string tight end, whoever the hell he is. I can't remember his name because he's a third string tight end. He Higgins? came out. And- oh, I thought you called him third string Ted. I had the music playing. I'm like, well, who's third <laughs> string Ted? <laughs> no, the third string. That sounds tight like end, a, that sounds like a good name for Scrubs. By the way, that should be Scrub bitches. Like he, that's third string Ted. Oh, scrotum bitch. <laughs> <coughs> Who's that guy? Third string Ted. I like it. <laughs> yeah, that might be a keeper. <laughs> but yeah, why didn't they make that adjustment to just double cup or at least have a spy on him the rest of the game so that, yeah, if the one dude gets burned, you have at least the free safety or at least another or a nickel corner coming over and helping. You know who has they, a double they, cup? Uh oh. No. Don't do it. Don't <laughs> do it. Di, Di dude, double dong. He's oh, got to have a double cup. You said. <laughs> Bull. Well, by, at least, at least you went there and not Two with chicks at the same time. By default, man. <laughs> oh, what's in the box? <laughs> Uh, at least that dude doesn't have the foam alone. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Go He's talking about Hopkins, Bryce Hopkins, the <laughs> third string tight end. Yeah. I mean, he made some pretty good plays, uh, but it's just sure. like, but for the most part, yeah, that it was the running back. It was like the little. Well, H- Henderson got a lot of, got, got a lot got of action. Some, he did. Yeah. Well, it's because Akers wasn't doing jack shit. <laughs> well, they couldn't run. They couldn't run. I, I guess I'm just surprised given how much gloss these two offensive guys get for their creativity that they just – I don't know if that's just a conservative game plan. They're trying to set something else up. I I, I don't know. But, so, uh, you know, back to your earlier point, mm-hmm. like Joe Mixon, I'm looking at, he had five receptions in the game. You want to take a guess on how many yards he had? Say one. Randy, you're right. What a guess. <laughs> Five receptions for one yard. Because a lot of his, if, if memory serves me correctly, 
0.20 yards a reception. Rough. I was going to say, if memory serves me correctly, a lot of his stuff was just emergency dump off where he was already behind the line of scrimmage, so he had to try to make a play, and he just couldn't. Now, back to Justin's point, 15 rushes, 72 yards at 4.8 a carry. That That's that's legit. Where, where was Joe? Like Where was Joe? Can we get some more rushes? Like 15 rushes to me. Um, but – by the way, doesn't it feel like enough? Speaking of where was Joe? Do you like how Joe uh, Joe Burrow was introducing himself to people on the field? <laughs> Here he is talking to Von Miller. Hey Von. Joe, nice to meet you, brother. <laughs> he reached out and shook Von Miller's hand. He's like, "I'm Joe. It's good to meet you." <laughs> I mean, Von Miller is what like a Super Bowl MVP, dude. I'm Joe. <laughs> That's Eric Weddle. Hey, Eric, I'm Joe. Nice to meet you, brother. I love watching you growing up. love watching you growing up, man. Keep it up, Eric. <laughs> I love everything. Oh, I appreciate you, brother. Oh, no BS. Yes, I mean, that's wild. Aaron Donald, Eric Weddle. Hey, man, I'm Joe. How you doing, bro? <laughs> uh, don't kill me today. Don't please. Get, don't kill me today. Oh, my God. I mean, I mean, let's be honest. Clearly, the Bengals just did not learn from the 49ers, run the fucking football against his team. No, uh, uh, to get that clock out, you know, put that much more put that pressure on them to have to make the plays rather than hey, let's leave them with like what was it a 6 minute drive that they had that led them to that go ahead score it, where it's just like, like that. But you, you left too it's like leaving too much time on the clock. It's like, you know, of course you know we all know the big meme is hey, leaving 13 seconds on the clock is too much for Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, when you got three timeouts it's pretty easy. But it's just the idea. Thirteen Sir, seconds, some... too much for Patrick Mahomes. Not yeah, enough for not enough but... for not enough for Dak Prescott. Let's also remember <laughs> in the AFC Championship, that's when he threw the interception as well. In 13, 14 seconds. So But when you but when you think about the, the style of game plan, there's there's one time when you're going – if you're going for kill shots, that's fine. There's a time and place for that. But if your quarterback is getting assaulted play after play after play after play, mm. you've got to make that adjustment where it's like, okay, maybe we need to kind of dink and dunk a little bit. Let's try to get make this Green. defense a little well, more I mean, honest. Look, as aggressive as that D-line was – wouldn't have been, wouldn't there have just been some other opportunity spaces? I mean, I feel like maybe Burrow could have kind of taken off and run. Maybe they could have done some screens. Maybe they could have had that. that granted, maybe if uh, you know Uzama was healthy, maybe that maybe that changes some dynamics a little bit. But look, you got Chase Boyd Higgins. Give me a little bit more creativity. I, you know, I just at the end of the day, I give credit to the Rams for finding a way to to get it done and to stick in, you know, <laughs> stick it with it, overcoming the injury because losing Beckham was huge. But I, I, I just personally believe the the Bengals are going to have the old proverbial hashtag much regrets because they just left more undone on the field. Uh, it doesn't diminish what the Rams accomplished. I'm not trying to take – you know what I'm saying? Like, I just – it was there for them. It was there for them for the taking, and I, I just believe they squandered too many opportunities, whether it's play calling, execution, and it, whatever it is, some combination thereof. When you go back and look at it, like, that's what – and again, I was pulling for the Bengals. I'm not anti-Rams, 
but I was pulling for the Bengals. So maybe some of this is shaped by that perspective, but I really do. It just, to me, it feels like the Bengals wasted more opportunity. And that, that's tough. That's tough. I mean, well, and one of the things that I think is even more kind of, <clears throat> I don't know about heartbreaking, but frustrating is that final play of the game. And coming and, and seeing this on social media and coming to find out that if Burrow just had a couple more seconds, Jamar Chase was streaking down oh, the he field. Was. He, he Ramsey burned, fell down. He, yep, he burned Ramsey. Ramsey fell down. Maybe, maybe just, um, hmm. you know, I don't know, half a second, a second, something. Just so a little flick of the wrist, yeah. Just chuck it down the field. Now, granted, I didn't. Now, I, I I will say I didn't particularly love that end sequence for um, Cincinnati there. You know, and some of this is you have to give credit to Donald, right? But that after the Rams score, right? After Eli Apple gets torched again by Cooper Cup, flags notwithstanding, we can argue about the officiating. We we've already established there's some questionable stuff there. I think most people, unless you're a Rams fan, I think most people go, ah, eh. it's kind of some tough calls at the end. All right. Bengals get the ball. They got about a minute 25, roughly, and they get a 17-yard gain. And, like, look, I'm not going to lie. I was like, all right, man, look, they're going to go down the field. We're going to get OT because it felt like we were going to get overtime, particularly right. after Chase got that 17-yard gain. Yeah, I'm feeling like, boom, th- there it is, man. And then uh, Boyd, of course, didn't drop <clears> it that this time around. But you're talking about second and one. Mm. Second and one, dude. Incomplete pass. Incomplete pass on second and one. Uh, P. Ryan stopped short on third and one. That was a great play by Donald, by the way. Great play by him. Uh, But P. Ryan stopped short. And then fourth and one, Donald brings down Burrow. And look, he tried his Carson Wentzian lob the ball. Uh, I don't know if P. Ryan could have done I didn't see a, a, a replay angle from the other side. It was only from behind P. Ryan. So I don't know if he could have dove for that, maybe. But, Randy, you're right. Chase Chase, Chase was a dude. Chase was going to break free. If Burrow had just a smidge more time to be able to see him and throw that, we, we might be talking about something entirely different. And again, but that's the point. Well, well like, right. I mean, it just, I, I just, I feel like we look back and the Bengals just had more missed opportunities. Exactly. You know, and that's the, and that's the whole point. Yeah. Because you, you had it in the draft. Your, your choices were offensive line or Jamar Chase. They made the right call. And they did. They made the right call. But for, this particular play, it costs them. Well, I didn't like the play calls either. That's yeah. that's the that's the thing. Correct. Like when you have a second and one, and Bruh. Well, but and it, in it, three plays you can't get the yard. Like like just get the yard and freaking spike it. Even if you have a gimpy Joe Burrow getting a yard, like. But it's more, it's more than that. It's the idea that they were doing straight back drop, you know, straight drop backs. It wasn't even him moving around in the pocket. It wasn't even him moving to his left or his right. It was just straight, straight up drop back. And I'm like, the way they're penetrating, you can't, you can't do that. You have to move him. You have to get him out of the pocket as exactly. quickly as possible. Leave a running back or two in. 
leave or bring in a tight end to play like a fullback type position and have him be that extra guy who can just protect the backs, the blind side so that Burrow can roll out to his right and look for guys down the field. Yeah. Something. Something. But it was just all straight. It was just a straight drop back and he'd get sacked or it's, it's, it's stuff like that. That was just frustrating because this team had shown during the season, during the playoff run, they were more, they, they were more creative than this. I'd like to believe so. Now, look, to be fair, Burrow probably took some sacks that as he gets, you know, gets more time and more seasons under his belt, some of the sacks he took against the Rams, he probably won't take again. So some of that's on him. Sure. Learned. But I think there's lessons learned in there. Some of that's mm-hmm. going to be on him um, as a, as a, you know, second year quarterback, but I just, you know, it, it's just tough, man. It's tough. We've said before, look, it's hard to win, man. It's hard to win in the playoffs. You know, one or two plays completely change the outcome of a game. Completely. If Boyd – wasn't it Boyd that dropped it on, like, third? And, yeah. All right. Mm-hmm. So, you know, maybe that play – He should have caught that one. Yeah. Or maybe one or two plays or one or two calls, and this is a totally different game. Uh, and it just the margins are very, very tight, you know, with the NFL. And – Part of the grievance with the officiating, to circle back to a point which, which we need to finish, I need to make a new beverage and we need, need a salute clock. But part of the, part of the grievance with the officiating is, look, it impacted both teams. But what you don't want to see, you don't want to feel like the officiating becomes part of the narrative. You know, it's one thing to have an egregious call or an egregious missed call. That's tough. Uh, and there's got to be some better avenues to deal with it. And again, I'd at least entertain the idea that a coach could challenge a call, maybe not a non-call, because then you go, well, you missed it. But if it if it's a call and it's legitimately, you know, a face mask, an offensive or defensive PI, I mean, you got to weigh the, the risk reward with it. But there are certainly some times that being able to do that to at least get the refs to huddle up, you know, I think of that since you know, for that defensive hold, that totally changes that. But part of the idea is, is, is the narrative and the story. You don't want the refs to be a prime component of the story. You want the teams to be the story. You want their play to be the story. You got to beat your opponent. You shouldn't, you, you never, to me, you never want fans to feel like their team has to beat both the other team and the refs. Again, we understand there's going to be blown calls. Or it's going to be missed calls. We have the technology. We have the means to avoid anything egregious. That that heinous thing that that screwed the Saints a few years ago should never happen again. All right. But it, it does feel like they whiffed in some moments and they became a larger part of the story of this game than they should be. That's frustrating. Maybe the Rams win anyway, but I would have liked to have seen them do it without the non-call for the false start and on the same play, the call for the defensive hold. I would have liked to have seen that if they could have gotten it done. You yeah, because that that's just not a good look. I, that, and, that's a tough deal. And uh, apparently, one of the refs came out and said about the the face mask that they that they didn't call on Higgins was like, well, he didn't grab and twist, so we didn't feel like that it was a face mask. 
Yeah, I mean, we were joking around in the moment. Well, you know, the <laughs> refs can't keep up with them. They're down there. And, uh, you know, it, it, it's a tough deal. It, it, it's a tough deal. But, uh, again, uh, to me, Ramsey overran the route. And and yeah. Higgins, and now, first of all, that was a very, very savvy, that's a veteran move. To go ahead and just ever so slightly just be like, boop, I'm making an adjustment to get back to this ball. That's a, that's a veteran move, man. That was savvy. And he got away with it. And it paid off. So, sure, the Bengals benefited from some of this too. But it, at the end of the game, if you've called it, if you've let him play, if you've let him play, then let him play at the end. If you want to call it tight, call it tight the whole way through. I don't expect perfection out of the refs. I don't. There's some That's subjectivity. A- there's there's some error, just, uh, just room for some errors. But you don't want to feel like a team has to beat their opponent and has to beat the refs. And it's cliched. They say don't let the refs beat you. They say those things. But anytime somebody complains and says, well, it feels like there's you know, a preferred outcome in the NFL, when you have stuff like that, that reinforces the argument of people that go, well, it's rigged. Do I believe it's rigged? The answer is no. But do I think there are times that you look at it and go, really? That's one of those times. Yeah, and unfortunately this entire season, it seems like we've had quite a few games from the start of the season all the way through the Super Bowl where the officiating was just uneven it, yeah. it, or they, they were just really loose for the entire game and just didn't call anything or they over officiated and called every little ticky tack foul where you just look at him going, how the fuck is that a foul? It, it's yeah. so, I mean, I don't want just, them to over officiate either, but if you're going to under officiate, don't flip the switch and, uh, and don't go from under officiating to over officiating in a matter like with two minutes left in the game. Don't do that. <laughs> don't do that <laughs> it, it is unfortunate because because then of course you're going to have the people that do believe that they say look it's rigged because they'll be like well now the nfl is in bed with all these sports betting apps and so on and so forth and they're making the nfl money and you know then you got vegas involved and it's like it's like well yeah you could sit there and be that type of person and believe all that but yeah I mean, yes, first and foremost, it's a business. They're in the business of making money, and I get that. But for these guys, it's still it's for love of the game more than anything else. They didn't fall in love with making money. They fell in love with the game. I, I don't know. I think they I think they love making money. You well, know what doesn't you know, really? Uh, Randy, you know what I'd love right now is a fresh beverage. You know what we're going to do? We're going to pause so I can make a new beverage. And we need to do a salute o'clock, and I guess we'll do some fun factoids. We'll wrap up the Super Bowl talk and we'll do some fun factoids and then i don't know we'll find something to make fun of whitfield for and then we'll get out of here <laughs> that works shannon where are you at dude i think he either went to take a piss or he's grabbing more beer <laughs> see he's gonna get a re it's randy i'm telling you it's refill o'clock bro there you go it is all right we'll take a quick break we'll, we'll come right back and then we'll we'll wrap this bad boy up as always keywords are sports and brew and uh we'll be right back Yes, sir. Had to stretch our legs for a minute and uh, water a couple of trees, but you know how we roll around here. I'm very We're all about watering the trees here. <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> Only I, a couple. I love going green, particularly in my yard. So it's fantastic. 
Um, you know what? We should have a salute a clock. I believe we did. I mean, I, my yard just got a salute a cock, so it might as well be a... <laughs> <laughs> might as well have a salute a clock. Hey, now. Hey, I tell you. <laughs> this next drink might be dangerous. <laughs> Bro. <laughs> I can see now. I salute you as I Woo! feed you some nutrients. <laughs> Real man of penis. I mean, genius. <laughs> um, <laughs> That'd be a great new ad campaign, real man. That would be real man of penis. Oh Bro. my god! Holy Here's to you, take a piss on a tree, guy. <laughs> Here's to you, salute a cock. <laughs> <laughs> if your trees need watering. You don't let them down. Oh man! Oh man! Woo! Oh. We do not pay for therapy here. We do not pay for therapy. Uh, well, it, it, so it, you know, in the spirit of the sports brew, since we don't have a fail horn here tonight, um, do we nickname him Kyler Murray for coming up short with that too? Oh no! <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> oh jeez! Damn! Wow! Harsh! <laughs> All right. Too soon? Yeah, that's what she said. Oh, anyway, yikes! Woo. Okay, so uh, first bastard. and foremost, I'm on round two of my Jack Jack Daniels and Coke, which is why we just opened up with real men of penis. <laughs> oh my god! Huh. Uh, round two of my uh, uh, Jack and Cokes, and I also have. I did stop by Total Wine, and I was able to procure some Broken Skull. Uh, IPA. So thank you, Stone Cold Steve Austin. I appreciate that. I'm not going to smash it into my head uh, during the podcast. However, I'm not doing that. You should but, chug it. Uh, I could, I could, uh, but that would only be in in the if I absolutely wanted to get wrecked. And Lord knows how off the rails we would go if I started chugging these last two beverages. So, so no wrecks in effect. Uh, no, we're we're not we're not, <laughs> no. <laughs> Let's just be honest. If he chugged it, I'd be like, "Welcome to the shit show, folks." Uh, yeah. No, no Rex in effect. Okay. No, no. That's that's just danger zone, dude. Yeah, Kenny. Kenny Loggins agrees with that. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Look, you even know the name. Hey, look at you, mommy. But for your salute clock, I will give you Rex in effects, McGuffin. Thank you, sir. Appreciate that. Cheers, salute. Now, right, what you got, brother? Dude, I'm I'm double I'm doubling up tonight. Um, Hardywood, there's always room for chocolate cake. Hey, nice. Which is especially uh, made for members only. Um, Not a flex at all. Eleven points. Eleven point six percent. Weird. Which is which is nice. Uh, I wish there was a little bit more carbonation to it. We'll go, I, I think that deserves pound cake, uh, Randy. Uh, I will take that. <laughs> there you go. That, that's that's well done. And um, th- this was a um, total wine find. Ooh. Uh, a snatchy, bald-headed, Belgian-style quad with mulling spices from Pleasure House Brewing Company. Oh. Coming in at twelve and a half percent. Pleasure House. All right. You got to shake it off after that, MacGuffin. <laughs> I mean, I have to, right? <laughs> Just 
saying. I don't want it to drip, so you got to. <laughs> now we're back to real men of penis, apparently. Uh, anyway, um, again, we don't pay for uh, therapy here. <laughs> Yeah, I'm sure this kid's like, I've never heard him drunk before. This is hilarious. Real yeah. man. Of, real man of penis. My family's um. cut off from hanging out with this family ever again. So. <laughs> I'm looking at Shannon right now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm an asshole. I, where, where's this lurch? I'm an asshole. A-S-S-H-O-L-E. All right. Speaking of trashed. Yeah, all right. To the Sanford and Son. All right, Randy. Thank you. <laughs> Randy, what you drinking, bro? Randy, what you got, bro? Please. Pretty please. What are you drinking? Well, uh, this is the first time I've actually had this. Uh, oh. the, uh, That's what she said. Whoa. Hmm. Hmm. Anyway. Uh, hmm. <laughs> Uh, I had to dip into the wife's stash again. And, uh, Uh-oh, that's what she said. <laughs> and uh, I grabbed a Kindred Spirit Headspace. It's actually pretty good. I normally don't like IPAs, but this is pretty good. Yeah, Headspace is solid, man. Headspace is solid. It's a good beer. I guess I'm getting more and more used to IPAs as the more I drink them. Because I remember when I first started drinking them, I was just like, oh my god, this is so bitter. What the fuck? <laughs> <clears throat> now it's like, hey, these aren't half bad. <laughs> now some of the stuff you've had, that I, the IPAs you've had, are like, I'm sure I still wouldn't like because they're probably strong as fuck. I, you, well, like, you like you like those ballsy ones. Yeah, I, oh. I, I like some stank and dank IPAs. That is for sure. Ain't no doubt about that. And uh, I know a little quick. Uh, it's kind of a downer note, but you know, mm-hmm. R.I.P. Ivan Reitman. Uh, that was a shame, but hey, at least at least he got to see his son have success with Ghostbusters like he did. That's true. Salute. That's true. Salute. Mm. All right. So, um, by the way, uh oh. Mm-hmm. It just keeps getting a little worse and worse, Bob Saget, and just just want to send my love to his family. Aren't they yeah. suing to keep the uh, like they don't want them to release any medical information? Yeah, I mean yeah. It, it just w- with everything else, it just keeps getting worse with his autopsies, and I at, at this point, I just look the man's gone. We loved him. I just want to send love to his family. We, you know, we loved him. Yeah. We love you guys. You know, and it was clearly an accident, so it, there's really nothing beyond that that anybody really needs to know. Yeah, like they, there's nothing else, no one else needs to know. And I just want to send love, light, positivity, all those whatever, things. whatever else we can send to that family. Mm-hmm. Like, like Bob Saget was a gift. We love, we love that gift, and especially when we learned what kind of a dirty asshole he really was. Oh, dude. <laughs> Dude, exactly. Wait, like, wait, wait. Doesn't Mark pronounce it gift? Yeah, he kind of sort of does. He I'm does. Just I'm just kidding. But look. <laughs> that's a deep cut. That's a that's a deep cut. That's going back. That's the old gif. That's the only gif argument. But anyway. I mean, 
who who sang the 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 cut is the deepest? Um, uh, Cheryl Crow. The first cut is the deepest. Yeah, Cheryl Crow. Mm-hmm. Or Randy, thank you for that. Anyway, Bob Saget, thank you. Rest in peace. Rest in peace. We're we're done with with that at this point because we want your family to be able to live in peace because we thank you for your brilliance. Randy, I, I think McGuffin needed to take Tom Brady's advice for Matt Stafford and mix in some water, bro. Yeah, I, I'm agreeing <laughs> here with that one. Look, don't be a cunt. <laughs> Look, Les Sneed wears fuck them picks t-shirts. And McGuffin's like, fuck them, fuck them waters. Fuck that hydration. <laughs> <laughs> I love, by the way, how Les Sneed has, a, a, his kids gave him a, a mug that says fuck them picks. And he wore a fuck them picks t-shirt on the parade. That's funny, by the way. Yeah, it's funny now because they, they won the Super Bowl, so it's funny now. It may not be funny in a couple of years when they're in rebuild mode. I was about to say, which is why their Super Bowl window is closing rapidly <laughs> while there's other yeah. teams who are actually building yeah. from the draft that are actually have these very big, yeah. wide open yeah. Super Bowl windows. The Rams are claiming they're coming back, but we'll see. Uh, not happening. Well, I mean, obviously you've got the complication with Beckham, what his turnaround time will be. I mean, it, you know, I mean, it's unfortunate. And we've given Beckham some grief over the years. Some of it deserved, uh, but it, but he's he's a he's a good he's a good player, man. And he's a good um, dude. It, yeah, it, you know he, he's just misunderstood, and I get that. Right? <laughs> yeah, he's just, he's just misunderstood, man. Um, no, I I I'm, I'm, honestly I get that. Look, I mean, I, I think he's a good dude. The thing is, I mean, he's a good player, and we talked about the Rams being a good fit for him, which I do believe. I don't mm-hmm. know how you structure that contract coming off an ACL injury, though. I don't know what you do about that. That's tough. Uh, th- that is a tough one. So you figure in between, you know, Woods, uh, his his knee injury, Beckham's knee injury, um, the questions that were surrounding McVeigh and, and Donald. Um, and, of course, you know, they're talking about running it back. So indications are that they're coming back. But I would certainly expect the Rams to sweeten Aaron Donald's contract. I think that's a necessity. But they're going to have some, you know, they've got some work shocker. ahead of them. Yeah, shocker. they got some work ahead of them. But, you know, they, they can certainly redo Stafford's deal. They can, they can create cap room. They can do the old cash over cap thing for the next couple of years uh, with the understanding that they have a window. And they, they just work to maximize it. They clearly made the right decision moving on from golf. Stafford at his moment. And, uh, you know, uh, I, I, we spent a lot of the, the first, ha- you know, half of this podcast or the first segment talking about missed opportunities with Cincinnati. But uh, at the same token, you do have to give credit to the Rams for getting it done. And one of the things that they did was capitalize. And it's interesting to me that you think of the last two years, and, and it never happened before, and then we back-to-back, we get teams that play at their home stadium, their own stadium in the Super Bowl, and they win. That's That's wild. Wild. 54 years, it doesn't happen. And then Super Bowl 55 and 56, bam, back-to-back. We get a team winning the Super Bowl in their own home home stadium. That's just an incredible thing. But the Rams have, have created a window. And the NFL, that window in the NFL is, it's not very big, right? It's just not. You have to be very fortunate or, or you know, you have to hit a lot of dra- There's a lot of things you have to do right to have sustained success 
because the league is is largely built against that, uh, particularly when it comes to greatness. And the Rams have been uber aggressive. Uh, they got very lucky, obviously, with the Beckham pickup, claiming him off waivers when, with, with Cleveland releasing him. That was kind of a wild scenario. That was done before Robert Woods, you know, uh, hurt his knee. Um, so it, it ended up working out. But a, a, a great fit. I mean, and I love Andrew Whitworth, you know, getting the uh, NFL Man of the Year honors and then being able to follow that up with the Super Bowl. Um, that, that's a great thing. Obviously, he's retiring. So that, that that's a hell of a bookend to his career. So good on him. The The Rams are going to have some challenges, but let's be honest, man. We, we're, here we are talking about the AFC, and it's Herbert and the Chargers, Mahomes and the Chiefs, Allen and the Bills, Burrow and the Bengals. You know, th- there's a lot of tough sledding in the AFC, dude. A lot of tough sledding. That, that is, that is going to be a tough conference to come out of. So it feels like you have a better path, particularly post-Tom Brady, should he actually be retired. Uh, I will say, Randy, the only place, if he's not actually retired, the only thing I'd like to see is him randomly show up in San Francisco and be like, sorry, Jimmy G couldn't get it done. Give me one year. Let Trey, let Trey Lance cook a little bit longer. Give me one year, y'all. <laughs> I'll bring it home for you. Because I... Uh, I believe that would be the only player to win a Super Bowl with three teams. I might be wrong about that, but I think that that would be the, or at least the only quarterback uh, to pull that feet off. Well, so, I would think maybe the only player to start that's, that's won three Super Bowls with a team, maybe. That's, uh, I'll, of course, I'll just do the research while I'm here. Yeah, I mean, so. uh, yeah, I, I would say certainly quarterback. Absolutely quarterback. Um, he's done two, but. That would be pretty. That would be, that would be pretty wild. Although that would be strange to have gone through all the stuff with setting up the, you know, man in the arena and and really having kind of that walk off, uh, to then come back. But it, I would think if there's any if there's anything left that he would want to do, I would imagine it would be, if he could convince his you know and and be okay with his family situation, it would be. The 49ers. If there was any any place that he would like, that to me would be because it's a good team. You already know that. Uh, that would be the only one I'd be kind of curious about because I think there would be a temptation there if the opportunity pre- presented itself. I'm not saying it'll happen. Maybe he's retired and, and life's good, and that's that. There's one player who's won three Super Bowls with three different teams. Matt Millen. Matt Millen. Two with Oakland, one with San Francisco, and one, one with, with the Redskins. Yeah, with the Redskins. Yep. Terrible GM. Sorry, Detroit, but good career. <laughs> Damn good linebacker. Yeah, he was a good linebacker. He was a good linebacker. That's for sure. That's for I, sure. If Brady decided to come out of retirement and somehow landed in San Francisco, obviously I'm not going to be all boo-hoo or anything. Um, obviously, uh, Joe Montana doesn't think, Lance is ready yet. Uh, felt like 49ers could have won with Garoppolo still, which is not impossible because the team does win with Garoppolo. But obviously, they you know Lynch and Shanahan didn't hedge all those picks just to let Lance sit. So he got his one no. year to sit. He played a little bit. He'll he'll have some seasoning on him, and we'll see what happens next season. With yeah, him. He, he <laughs> we'll see. That, that's a good squad. That's it's a good squad. And, you know, we talk about windows 
and for the current build of the roster, they have a window as well. They just they they do. So um, yeah, a lot of uh, a lot of articles out there saying the Bills, Chiefs, and the 49ers are the three main teams that have the largest windows currently with their rosters that they have, based on contracts, talent, etc. Yeah, yeah. By the way, Shannon, you ready for that uh, Carson Wentz era to end? Yay! Um, only if we have a quality replacement. Um, I was thinking about that hardcore today. Um, yeah, I'm hammered, dude. So, <laughs> yes. Yeah. Uh, feel, free, feel free to pile on, bro. You but. sound like Carson Wentz plays. Drunk. <laughs> this is great. <laughs> Uh, you're number one too, buddy. Yes. <laughs> uh, yes. Oh, but <laughs> you're both number one. Um. Anyway, <sighs> I, I love you both. Yeah. Uh. Regardless. Anyway, look. Unless unless we're getting Aaron Rodgers. Nope. Russell Wilson. Nope. Or Jimmy G. That's possible. Or Derek Carr. Uh, it, I don't, uh, that's not going to happen. No, it, uh, sounds, it sounds fuck like all the way off. It sounds like Carr is going to resign in Oakland because I, uh, I saw a blurb about a uh, forty million a year extension. Uh, hey, there's yeah. always Kyler Murray. No, I'm just kidding. Oh um, no, <laughs> he can fuck off too. Oh wow. Well, and, Although I would take him over Carson Wentz. So if he well, wants to come over, feel free. See, the good news for you, Shannon, is apparently the Colts are one of five teams that seem to be interested in Garoppolo. I mean, as long as they include Debo, I'm all about it. Not yeah. happening. Yeah. Nah, Look, nah, man, nah. you are greedy. You're like, give me Aaron Rodgers if I get Devontae Adams. Give me Jimmy G if I get Debo Samuel. You are a greedy cunt. Look, fuck them. <laughs> if, if they give you three or four first-rounders, fuck them. Anyway. Um, Holy crap. He looks like Jerry Rice out there. I'm trying to win now, damn it. Randy! Hey, exactly! You've got, a, you've got a team that's actually got a lot of homegrown talent that's actually can win in the long run, not just win now. I don't know. Do you, do you really want to be that flash in the pan team? Hey, we won, and now for the next 20 years, we suck. You know, it's. Look, do, you, do you want that? Carson wins. Yes. Carson wins. We win now. Carson wins. Carson wins, bro. Well, I'm here to tell you that you're probably going to find out as you go out there that you're not going to amount to jack squat. That's right. And this Bro. is this is the part of the podcast where we're doing it live. I can't do it. And, Sh- and Shannon's on the struggle bus, bro. We'll do it live. Can't do it. <laughs> we'll do it live. Fuck it. Do it live. I can, I'll write do it. I'll do it live. Fucking thing sucks. Hell, <laughs> Bill. I'm, I'm not Look. gonna lie. Listening to Shannon right now, with, oh, it's, it's like great, that dude. episode of the. It's the, listening to the episode of the Simpsons. Watch the episode of Simpsons where Homer's listening to that tip line, trying to get picks in, and the dude's like, "In the game of Cincinnati versus." Dude, I'm hammered. <laughs> Come on. Playoffs. Don't talk about playoffs. You kidding me? Playoffs? Help her brother out. By the way, by the way, special, Come on, dude. 
What are you? Yeah, you said come on, man. What do you want? Help me out. I wouldn't listen. To I'm struggling. <laughs> you want to struggle with? What do you I want, really bro? Am. <laughs> what, Yikes! What are you asking for? Don't go full Todd on us now. Yeah, just don't, just don't mess me over like Todd, dude. Just <laughs> don't do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. <laughs> I'm struggling. <laughs> You want to call it? No, Todd, stop calling in. Todd, stop calling in, dude. Oh man, Todd, no Todd, baby. Knock it off, Todd. No Todd, baby. You're not calling in. Is Shannon gonna get? Just make sure this don't get released till after Friday when we're with Todd, so we get tickets. He's not gonna have time to listen to it. Shannon, are you gonna get the Peter Shrink? I don't know who gets the Peter Shrinklage Award of the podcast week. Whitfield and Mark for not showing up, or Shannon for being cross-eyed hammered before we're even done. Peter Drinklage over there. There you go. Now, see, now I'll give him that one. But, I mean, doesn't matter. It's still real Drinklage? to me, damn it. It's still beer to me, damn it. That's my 1.9.4 ounces of. Eleven and a half percent plus a twelve and a half percent pint. <laughs> you sound like Matt Stafford at the Victory Parade. Yeah, don't be a cunt. Right, let me tell you, dude, dude, you were just better grabbing the shut the fuck up with me. We would both drank it. We both been drunk. Instead, here I am drinking a headspace. Look, and- that that's wrestling <coughs> weekend. All right, okay, fair enough. Fair enough. Damn, Shannon went full Leroy Jenkins, bro. I did go Leroy Jenkins this weekend because I was like, you know what? I'm tired of drinking fucking light shells. Fucking going for it this weekend. Oh, oh, Randy, can we say it's B-Roy? B-Roy Jenkins? Hmm, I like no, it. no. Leroy, I like that. How about, no, l- l- let's try that again. How about Leroy Drinkins? Leroy Jenkins or B-Roy Jenkins? Which one does Either way. Leroy! Drinkins. I think I like. I, I'm I th- on that. I think I like Leroy Drinkins better. Yeah, I'm it, on that. it flows better. It yeah, flows better. it does. Well, well, just, well, just like the beer that Shannon's been drinking. That's what apparently. Leroy Drinkins would say. It flows better. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Damn it, Matt! Shut up. <laughs> shut you the cunt. fuck up. <laughs> fucking cunt. God bless. <laughs> <laughs> Again we, Again, we do not pay for therapy. <laughs> by the I way, love you, Matt. By the way, one of my favorite moments of the last week: uh, Sam Ryder and Carlos Ortiz uh, acing hole sixteen at TPC Scottsdale. Oh my dude! Oh, and dude. all the beer bottles. Oh my god, Randy! I don't know if you saw this clip, but I did not. when when they when they ace that hole. Uh, that sounds that sounds all kinds of kinky. Oh, oh, hey now. oh, hey now! Whoa, hey! That's what I she said. Fit one more thing inside of me. But dude, let me let me tell you what, man. The 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 highlight video of that when the crowd it's the waste management Phoenix Open, right? Oh, it's um, insane! It's and, insane. And, and the crowd goes absolutely bananas. I mean, you're like it's golf, man. What's going on? It's but- like it's like wrestling. Like they 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 razzle you if you suck, but if you make the halt, well, <laughs> go ahead, finish your thought, <laughs> dude. 
Oh, it, you know what? I'll, I'll, Randy, if you haven't seen it, I'll, I'll, I'll see if I can pull the video or one of the. Dude, I sent the clip earlier in the week. Like, I, I don't know if Randy saw that, but see, see golf is really not my thing. But I, I uh, understand this is not even whatever. Happy Gilmore, you cunt! Oh wow! Here, hold on. Keep it up, asshole! I'm gonna eat <laughs> you like Keith Lee did to Isaiah Cassidy. <laughs> wow, I'll power bomb you. Good luck with that. Randy, I want to pull it because you have to see it because okay. the crowd reaction is just phenomenal when Sam Ryder did it. And I think this is the first year since, I don't know, like 97 or something that two people did it that aced it. But the, the crowd goes oh, they went absolutely. Yeah, here you go. Here's one. I'm going to send it to you in the Facebook in the Facebook chat because mm -hmm. it, it is fan. It is fantastic. If anybody, if you haven't seen. Uh, just look up Sam Ryder and drinks or Sam Ryder TPC or whatever. I mean, on Twitter, it's there. It is phenomenal. And uh, Randy, when you pull that clip, that Twitter clip, go to about, I don't know, 50 seconds or so, 45, 50. And, and again, this is a, he aces it. So it, it, he just hits it off the tee. Boom. It, it's, it's a hole in one, whatever you want to call it. And the crowd just goes absolutely ape shit. And they're just they're just throwing beers and cups and they're springing it everywhere. I love the fact that it's the I'm waste. I'm starting to see like yeah. now this people are starting to throw their shit out, out yeah. there. It's like damn. And it's the waste against the waste management open, so it's like garbage everywhere. Perfect. <laughs> yeah, I'm seeing the cups littering everything. <laughs> yeah, it's it's glorious, dude. I mean, it's impressive. Hole in one is impressive regardless. I mean, yeah, because it's it's such a rare thing, but. To have that type of reaction to a hole in one. Oh, it's great. It is. That's great. I mean, that feels like it's 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 March Madness meets golf. Like it just it there there's some like cognitive dissonance over there. Uh, by the way, I love the fact that there's a guy whose name is nickname is Big Rig, Big Rig Harry Higgs. It's fantastic. What? Big Rig Harry <laughs> Higgs and that dude. Uh, they had some kind of Twitter bet or whatever. Uh, if they got enough retweets. And so it was like they're gonna that they, they were joking around, and they said they he would take his shirt off on sixteen, and so he ended up like lifting his shirt up real quick, and the crowd just went bananas, dude. Big rig, Harry Riggs, dude. It was fantastic. I don't spend a lot of time worrying about golf McGolferson, but I will make an exception for that because it was glorious. It was glorious. All right. Um, let's wrap up some thoughts on the Super Bowl. There, there's slices of that game we didn't get to, but look, uh, number one, one of the best plays out of that Super Bowl, uh, it was a second and seven from the 45 in the fourth quarter, and Stafford fired off a no-look pass to Cooper Cup. That was mm. absolutely a thing of beauty. If you have not seen a replay of that, do yourself a favor and look it up because that was an incredible play. Uh, there's been plenty of knob slobbing and gloss on whether it's Mahomes or Rodgers or other people, but God bless that throw from Stafford was absolutely incredible. So do yourself a favor and look it up. That was phenomenal. Uh, there's also other fun things that come out of this game. Um, obviously, OBJ, it sucks he, about the knee injury, uh, but having a kid on the way, so that you know that's pretty fantastic. To win a Super Bowl, you know, and then to have your first child born is pretty incredible. Uh, Van Jefferson also had a child born. Uh, his wife got taken out of the stadium on a stretcher. 
<coughs> before the end of the game, if I remember correctly. And he was doing like the post game celebration. And they were like, by the way, your wife's in labor. You gotta mm. go. You gotta go. He's like on the field with, I, I believe he had two of his children with him. I might have the number wrong. Uh, I might be confusing him with Stafford, but either way, I think he was on the field with, with his kids. Uh, but he was like, all right, time to go. Mommy's having a baby. Gotta go. <laughs> and they have a picture of him doing like the, uh, you know, having the baby on your chest or whatever, mm-hmm. uh, oh, yeah. with the, that, that skin contact or whatever, which I still remember the first time I got to do that with my kids. It was just neat. So how great is it to celebrate a Super Bowl and to celebrate, you know, a, a child coming into this world? That That's a that's a hell of a that's a hell of a week, right? It's a hell of a weekend, man. So raise a glass to uh, Van Jefferson, man. Uh, your wife, Samaria, did a good, you know. She did. Samaria, man. She was a trooper. Aldi. Yeah. That kid was trying to get me the hell out of here. It's too loud. <laughs> <laughs> right? Get me out of here. That's enough. That or that kid saw the concession prices and was like, F this. <laughs> I can't even imagine how bad that was. Oh, they were terrible. I'm, of course they were. Yeah, no uh, kidding. It's uh, a Super Bowl. Of course it's going to be worse. Well, it's L.A. You know it was gross. The, oh, t- God, the tickets yeah. were astronomical. I thought I thought I heard people say that they estimated it was about sixty or sixty five percent Bengals fans was kind of pitiful, but it it, it doesn't surprise me. No, it, no, no. They have a lot. Of, they have a lot of stuff to do in L.A. That's what. That's one thing. I, I guess it's the one thing I don't seem to understand. It's like your team is in the playoffs. Your team is winning a Super Bowl, and yet you can't show up for the game. Well, there's a problem here. <laughs> it's not a normal game, though. I don't know if I the Super Bowl is kind of weird. But I mean, even but it wasn't just the Super Bowls, the playoffs. No, it in was. You're right. You're right. You're right. I, I I would think you have some some fan conflict for people that are old school Rams fans before they moved to St. Louis. I probably never forgave them for leaving. And then you have some probably. people that, you know, are like, "Well, it's a hometown team. I'll root for them." So it's kind of an oddball fan base. It, I would say it's important for that for them at that new stadium, moving over there to, to get the ring is significant. Uh, we'll see how much of a lasting impact that has. That's not. I mean, that's a celebrity ish kind of. It just is, man. It's a different deal. I I don't know how much Joe Blow, normal average fan, you know, is 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 all up in that, or if they can even remotely afford to go to that so but enjoy the moment la fans you got the lake i think they've had a nice one over i want to say the kings the lakers the dodgers the rams and their mls team of which the, the name escapes me but it's soccer so who cares that's not nice but it, la's had a lot of chips the past you know six or seven or eight years they've done they've done fairly well but also speaking of <laughs> Speaking of chips, speaking of rings, uh, t- uh, the Rams' Taylor Rapp proposed to his girlfriend in the post-game celebration. That's a bold choice. I'm glad she said yes to you, bud. Uh, I don't think she had much of a choice. <laughs> no, maybe not. <laughs> no kidding. I, I will say it. I wasn't terribly fond of the Super Bowl commercial slate this year. Yeah, they uh, weren't all that good. Were there some moments? Yeah. Was it a strong slate of Super Bowl commercials? No. Um but it is nice on some level that Walter Payton finally got his uh, Super Bowl touchdown, <laughs> uh, albeit in animated video game characters out of his screen in a commercial form. That was kind of a nice touch. 
That, that was a fun commercial. Though. Yeah. That was one of the better ones. Yeah, that commercial was good. That commercial was good. I liked the uh, Doctor Evil drop. That was fun. That was a fun one. Yeah, yeah, that that was that was a fun commercial. But overall, I mean, I, I don't know how many commercials really were fantastic. Though that uh, Doctor Strange trailer that dropped right before the Super Bowl, that that was good. Bro, I'm excited for that. Let me tell you. Uh, yeah, I'm super stoked about Doctor Strange. I told Whitfield we were talking about. Uh, we still haven't seen No Way Home yet. And I was like, well. Definitely need to see it. I was like, you got to see it. Uh, and then we were talking about Doctor Strange. And I said, man, if you haven't finished the what if Marvel stuff on Disney Plus, you need to finish it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and he was like, why? And I'm like, because there's a Doctor Strange set up. I'm not saying it's going to directly correlate to the movie. I'm not saying that. But I do think contextually it's very interesting uh, that they've got that what if. And I want to say it's the last two episodes but some of the things tie together, and I was like, "It does." I was like, "Go back and watch it." There's actually okay. quite a few episodes from that that are actually going to tie into it because they've she- they've shown the movie poster, mm-hmm. and in the fractured pieces of glass, you can see little bits from the multiverse. So, like, uh, Captain Carter's shield is in one of them. Yeah. Um, someone says they've seen Deadpool in one of the shards, um, but then, you know, kind of the trailer breakdown a little bit that little council you see him coming up to, you hear Patrick Stewart's voice. So you know Professor X is I mean, a part of that. Are we going Illuminati here? I think that's exactly what it is because uh, the, one of the people are saying that one of the, uh, the characters that's in the background of that scene is Reed Richards, and he was part of the Illuminati. So, dude, uh, that, that would be incredible. That would be incredible. Look, if they can deliver... Hugh Jackman, Wolverine, and Deadpool. I'm just saying. That'd be uh, pretty damn impressive. The the crowds would go absolutely apeshit. Look, well, Hugh Jackman, just wear the suit. You don't need to be buffed out shirtless. Just be in the suit. It's fine. It's fine. People, I mean, you're, people you're, you're will go bananas. Part of a, you're part of the multiverse. You, can, you right. can show up for five seconds. I'm, yeah, just a cameo. Just a cameo. But if that actually is the case and they have that weird, it's still weird to think about Tom Cruise as some Iron Man variant. But uh, if that's indeed the case, woo-wee, buddy. That's yeah, going to be. The, yeah, as the Illuminati, yeah. Tony Stark. Yeah. That'd be pretty wild. So I will say, number one, I, I know some people griped about it, but I loved the, the uh, you know, Boba Fett series on. Uh, Disney Plus. Uh, that was spoiler alert. Him coming out in that rancor was fucking incredible. That was great. I love. Holy it. crap. We can we can we can nitpick and find faults with certain things. Whitfield and I had kind of a lively discussion where he was you know griping about some stuff, and I'm like, dude, you know what? Here's the thing. As far as I'm concerned, there's two things you got to get right in Star Wars: Luke and Vader. You know what I mean? We, we can mm-hmm. nitpick about some other stuff, but if you get Luke and Vader right and you can get their character arcs right, then you have, I think you got a lot of leeway, but you, you got a big picture. And what, what I really believe is getting Filoni, I, I just feel like they have a big picture view about what they're trying to do with kind of the Star Wars universe, of which I said to Whitfield, if you give me the MCU-esque kind of flavor of the Star Wars universe... As a fan, I'm going to be very happy. There might be minor things I disagree with, or maybe I hope for something different. But if they can give kind of a cohesive vision where they clearly are vested fans of it and flesh this out, uh, I think that's going to be really exciting. But I was ha- I was happy 
and I think I had the advantage of waiting about, I don't know, I, I think I started watching when episode five dropped. So I, I got yeah. through, I got through the whole thing in a week, which probably helped a little bit with uh, the flow. Cause I didn't, I didn't have any grievances with the desert scene, but I'm a little bit more patient with certain show developments than some other people are. And I really enjoyed kind of the character development for uh, Boba Fett and some of what was going on with the Tusken Raiders. I personally liked it. Um, oh, so- I mean, I liked it too because there's things I learned about the Tusken Raiders I never really understood or learned before. So mm-hmm. it, was, it was really cool to be like, oh, they're kind of like Native American tribes and they have different bird. You know, everybody yeah. has their own thing and their spiritual journeys. And I was like, oh, this is kind of really cool. And I like I like you, I liked seeing. Yeah his reasoning behind going, you know what? I'm done doing this shit. I, this is what I want yeah. to do with my life. And you know, it's, yeah. I, I really enjoyed it. Yeah. I, I'm not saying it was perfect. There, there were things I could bitch about, but I'm taking the big picture view. I appreciate for, appreciate it for what it is. I enjoyed the ride. Um, it's funny how some characters feet healed really quickly <laughs> in some scenes. <laughs> oh, yeah. They were gimpy, but then they could run. Uh, that just made me laugh. I view that more as an Easter egg, but uh, I, I don't know. There were just things that were well. I I just enjoyed it, and I, I think the, there are certain scenes that were just big payoffs. Uh, I, I enjoyed the twins, um, and obviously the just them reuniting. Uh, I, there were just things that were just phenomenal and uh, perfect. No, enjoyable. Yes, very happy, and obviously we get to look forward to Obi Wan. Uh, the, just the Kenobi series that that I hope is going to be good. Uh, I know people have dumped on Hayden Christensen forever, so I hope that's a big source of redemption <laughs> for him as that character. <clears throat> I really do, but I, I'm well, very I'm very excited to see what they do with that. We don't have to wait that long, so I'm no. very excited to see what they do well, with that. And uh, in April, <laughs> the Ahsoka series starts filming, and he's going to reprise his role as Vader in that as well. You know, I mean, I I feel like we're setting up for a great opportunity for a Vader series and some Vader movies, dude. I'm telling you, I'd be I'd be down with that. You know, the, the comic series is actually really good. I've been reading. I've got the Marvel Unlimited plan. I don't know. Was, I was bored, so I was like, oh, let me do Marvel <laughs> Unlimited for a year. Why not? Uh, and I didn't realize how much uh, in there you, they got the Star Wars comics. And so I was mm-hmm. reading one of these Vader comics. It was super good. But I didn't mean to, I did, didn't mean to go this long on this particular topic. My point was just I really enjoyed uh, uh, Boba Fett, and I know some people complained about it, but I, I love the fact that they, they, they you bring Cad Bane live action. Uh, they've obviously already done that with Ashoka, bringing her live action. Uh, I just think I just think they're doing a great job fleshing it out. And to me, big picture, man, you might quibble on some of the details and some of the small things, but appreciate the big picture. And uh, by the way, that dude's not dead. Blink, blink, blink. I'm telling you. Um, oh, I know. That's what I'm thinking, too. <laughs> Not dead. I don't believe it. Uh, so sorry for if you haven't watched it yet. Too bad. We just ruined. We just gave you all kinds of spoilery shit. Sorry, bro. Um, the other thing I will say, I started watching the boys on Amazon. That mm. that show is incredible. It Love is. Love it. It is. It is overly violent. It unnecessarily so. Um, <laughs> but it is a a really fucked up, dark, twisted take on superheroes. It's kind of like dark <laughs> comedy esque. Uh, but some of the things that it like every once in a while, like I'll, I'll, I was watching an episode where somebody's face got ripped off and no. I, and I sent a message to Mark. I was like, 
oh my god, his face got ripped <laughs> off. <You know? laughs> and I just kind of laugh because I'm like, this is so ridiculous. But where are you at this point? I am about halfway through season two. I think. Oh, beautiful. Ish. I'm right at a, a rather risque Homelander Stormfront moment. I'm just saying <laughs> on the very last episode of season two, there's a very worthy sports brief quote that will be played for years on end. All right. Well, when I, when I get there, if it's that good, I'll dig up a soundboard. Just saying. Right, you, you will, di- trust me, you will dig it up. All right. Dig it up, dig it out. So I, I'm a real. It's big... very simple, but to the point. Hmm. How about that? And uh, that's what she said. Yeah. So, so I've really enjoyed that. So I need to finish the season of Better Call Saul. Um, I got no, that, no, no. I got to finish the voice out. first. I, that's my show at the moment. I just told you that's my show. Fuck, I, fuck I have... Better Call Saul. Ooh, don't, don't finish the boys. Don't be that guy. Look, Kentucky. Look, I'm Kentucky. just saying. Just, I'm trying to help a brother out. Look, Kentuckian with all of his teeth. I understand the delay. But almost. Almost. <laughs> almost. <laughs> I'm just playing. Here's that one, Miss. A couple. Um, but, uh, yeah, yeah. Love Boba Fett. I, I'm on a, a big The Boys kick. I've really enjoyed that show. It's fucked up, but I've really enjoyed I'll that show. I love it. Uh, Randy, Randy got me onto it. So, oh, that show, Randy, that, I blame you. Yeah. Everybody else does. <laughs> <laughs> hashtag, look, bro, bro, hashtag married life. <laughs> you ain't, li- you ain't lying, man. You ain't lying. No, you're not kidding. My man. <laughs> Do you understand the words that are coming out of my mouth? No. <laughs> Especially Shannon at the moment. It's still real to me, damn it. <laughs> look. <laughs> I don't know. You look like that, Jerry Rice look. out there. Yeah, would you stay early? We could pile on you all we want. Well, guess what, bitch? <laughs> Shut the fuck up. <laughs> I will find someone to power bomb you at this point. It's not going to well, be me. Lordy, freaking look, Chris Farley. Look, Leroy Drinkins. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Justin's going to power bomb you, and you're going <laughs> to like it. Mm, yeah, maybe it's not going to happen. Todd's going to power. No, never mind. Todd's a weakling. Oh, never mind. Wow. And, and Justin. And- <laughs> and let's be honest. If Justin tried to do it to me, he'd hurt his back. <laughs> power bomb me? Yeah, probably. Yeah. True story. <laughs> and Todd tried it. He hurt his back. Whitfield, well, he's just a cunt. So oh, my God. Look, I love Whitfield. You'd think with all this drinking that we'd be much more, like, unified here, right? <laughs> we are unified. <laughs> what, making fun of Todd and Whitfield? Oh, I'm sorry, Todd. I don't know what sports-proof fandom wrong you've ended up on, but I'd say it's the wrong one. We are the ones to make I mean, we're, we're at levels right now of Shannon going down his driveway in a chair. <laughs> Dude, Dude. M- MacGuffin straight up. Do I look like a little cop? Dilly Gabby. 
Dude, I'm I, I'm not going to lie, dude. Like 11 and a half on a oh, full bro. bottle and 12 and a half oh, on a yeah. small. I'm, I'm, I'm done. Oh, man. You sound like you're done. What can I say except you're welcome? Leroy Drinkins in the house. Dude. Bro. Dude. Just saying. Dude, it's been a week. Fuck it. I don't care. <laughs> Fuck them. <laughs> yes. Thank you, Randy. Thank you. I, I love everybody. If, I, if I'm dissing you, it's just been a week. <laughs> it's been a week. <clears throat> my, my impression of Shannon. I love you, you cunt. Bunch <laughs> <laughs> of cunts. <laughs> Randy. Shannon is the Huey of the group. You realize that, right? <laughs> You're our Huey. You're our Huey. This is great. I don't know which asshole I am, but Shannon is definitely our Huey. <laughs> let it go. Let it go. Can't hold it back anymore. Oh, my God. I will. Uh, I, I, I will say when when the deep showed up on that whale and they blew that boat through it, I was like, <laughs> "What the fuck, man!" <laughs> Holy shit! <laughs> Some of the things the in there are so over the top. Holy dude. fuck! Oh my god, bro! That show is crazy. Well, well, I think like one of the things that caught that that was just was fuck like that, when I knew I was in for a ride is. Uh, when they hit stuck the bomb in the side of the dude's ass. <laughs> and then they Bro. <laughs> and I was like, oh. Oh no. Trans transpucent. <laughs> like, well, I know what I'm gonna get. Speaking into of bomb we need to wrap up, but speaking of bombs and asses, the Cincinnati airport combining chili and beer for a beverage oh, in honor no. of the Bengals. That's no, no, no. no. Look, this was this was a tweet from the CVG airport fighting the urge to shotgun a can of chili. No, now you can keep it. it classy with our featured cocktail, the Cincy Teeny. No, dude, you do not no. need you do not need that. No, no. I, it's certainly for not before you get sake. on a flight. Certainly not before Thank you get you, on a plane. That's a terrible idea. No, you you don't need part beer, part Gold Star chili and cheese before you get on a plane with people that don't deserve to be victimized by don't your gaseous it. ass. Don't do it. Don't do it, man. If you no. want, if you want, yeah. if you want to drink that on the way home, you can totally do that. But don't on, don't you dare. You know what? If you take if you have that and then get on a plane, you deserve to get lasered by fucking Homelander. You fucking deserve it. <laughs> Seriously. Let, let's be honest. Seriously. There there is one sports remember. Hey didn't understand know. the assignment. Thank you. <laughs> there is one sports remember we know that would still do it, and that's Mark. Because him dropping ass, he don't give a fuck. We love Mark, but he's a cunt. Much like all of us. Do you fuck that up? We're all twat waffles. I don't know. Slap Nia. That's what he's got. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh! Shut it down. Let's go home. Thank you, Mark. Yeah.
Oh, shut it down. Oh my Let's God. shut it down. I didn't even get to the stories I wanted to get to, but you know what? That's well, okay. what's a, what's a good story. What's one good story you want to get to, Justin? <laughs> They're not good stories. I Wait, never, what, I what's never... one that'll make us all cringe and we can just <laughs> shut it down? They probably all would make us cringe knowing him. Uh, they, no, no. I mean, it, look, it, it's what's almost too I, 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 I promised on. myself that we would not overcommit. Just one. Just want it and we'll shut today, it down. We're done. That is it if for you, us today. No. Look, Bill. Look, Bill. If you have to kick him, kick him. <laughs> we'll do it live. We'll do it live. No. We'll do it live. Fuck it. Do it live. I can, I'll write it and we'll do it live. Look, Bill. Right. Fucking thing sucks. I agree. I, I, once, love, I love one story and one and done. No, look, Much right. like Duke and Kentucky for the last few years. One and done and we're done. <laughs> Number one, I love the By the way, what? get well, Coach K. Yes. Yes. In all sincerity... You know, Coach K did not coach the second half yesterday, which would be Tuesday. Uh, this, this this podcast is not coming out till Thursday, Friday. But <laughs> in all sincerity, Coach K, get healthy, be well. And this is coming from a Kentucky fan. In, in all sincerity, I hope you feel better. Get well, sir. Christian Leitner says hi, Kentucky fans. Yeah, don't be a cunt. Oh, oh, what was that? What was that y'all were saying? Oh, your chest hurts? Oh, what? don't be a cunt. Your chest don't hurts? Ste- don't step on my chest, Christian Leitner, you cunt. <laughs> anyway. Don't be what? a cunt. <laughs> uh, uh, trying to actually be nice uh, to your team, Justin. Peter Drinklage over here. In, in all seriousness, yeah, get definitely well, Peter K. Drinklage. But yes, seriously, yeah, seriously, get get well, Coach K. Feel better. Uh, we're we're a month away from March Madness, and literally, we're a month away because uh, a week from today, all the games start. So, yeah, buddy, it's about to crank up a couple of notches. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna get together and drink a few, and yes, uh, sir. Not that Syracuse is going to be in the tournament, but you know. No, they're not going to be in the tournament. Oh, what's in the box? Not Cuse. I'm thinking maybe, maybe, maybe we'll take a sports brew trip to the Sweet 16 for Coach K. Wow, where are they doing? Where where are they doing that at? I will let you know. Maybe we'll, take a tri- maybe we'll take a trip. I don't know where it's going to be, but maybe we'll take that trip. Thanks a lot, fuckface. That's super Look, helpful. Don't be a cunt. All right. <laughs> you should Hold take on. some of your own advice, asshole. Yeah, fuck you. Wow, dick y'all are hostile. <laughs> Holy Toledo. Good God. Look, if we didn't love each other, it, it wouldn't be. Like, I had the fucking. Bunch of cunts. <laughs> he loves the straight up. Right. man. Alright, let's see. What the here. fuck is this shit? It's Rage Against the Machine. How- okay, Sweet 16 and the Elite 8 will be. In- I know the 2028 ACC Men's Tournament right. in the. In, Randy, in Brooklyn. Randy. This is what Shannon was like that one night when we were drinking beer at that restaurant and he randomly slapped me and not my glass off. <laughs> he, he was a belligerent ass bag. I was. I was. 
Well, it's just like when the couple different. Times I'm lucky to still be alive at this point. Just, just pointing this out to people because uh, Captain was uh, very nice and let me live <laughs> because he could have well, killed me if, at that point if he nah, wanted to. Nah, nah. Well, well I let's mean, be honest, dude. There's a couple times you got tried to get physical with me when you were drunk, and you kind of paid for that too. <laughs> well, you, you you threw me down the parkway, and yeah. I just gave you a nice little push. I, you you rode the chair the rest of the way on your own. Well, I mean... And then you decided to go toe-to-toe -to -toe with chest chops. That was a bad idea. Ah, oh, that, chest that, chops. That, that fucking hurt. Chest chops. All right, <laughs> okay. look. Okay. It's 2 o'clock, 2 o'clock, 2 o'clock. All right. All right. So no, since, like, I got to go to sleep. No, look, 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 look. We have to be ready for Friday. We have Very to be true. able to. to we, we do. We do. We have to be okay. able to send double bird pictures to Whitfield while we're chilling at the place, drinking beer and eating with Todd. That's right. And that's then right. going to the VCR VCU UR game, we have to be able to double bird and drop, you know, just whatever goofiness we're going to do it uh, to Whitfield. So number one. Since it, it is Olympic o'clock, and I have been watching the Winter Olympics, but we'll talk about that another time. I loved the meme that had the curling dude, right? <laughs> and it had it had the dude that looks like he should be in Super Troopers that has like the mustache <laughs> and long hair, and, and he's doing his who wants a mustache, right? Yeah, who wants a mustache? No. Right? And, he, <laughs> and he, he's he's doing that that curling launching lunge. And it says uh, the meme uh, is is tagged as when you turn down Wheaties to endorse gas station boner pills. Like, <laughs> yeah, I see that. That's great. Yeah. That that feels like a very curling thing. Uh, but in honor of of Todd's rapidly approaching fiftieth birthday, <laughs> I, I want y'all to know this is the headline. All right. As we wrap up, <laughs> this is uh -oh. the, this is the, uh -oh. this is the headline for wrap up, and this is. Todd's uh, got three kids, so you don't wrap up. <laughs> <laughs> well, somebody had to push it. Whether it was him, get, him getting it in there, or his Love wife getting it, whether it was him getting it in there, or his wife getting it out of there, somebody had to push it. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Oh my god. That, that's, and that sure is when the fight started. That's a, That's a keeper. No, I'm saving that cell bite. Oh god. I, you bastard! Woo! <laughs> 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 oh, shoot, shoot! Oh my God! Oh, click, click, pull! Oh my um, lord! That that was a great! Oh, that's oh, an man. old timer! <laughs> oh my God! We're that's gonna be an episode four hundo for sure. <laughs>
God, I can't wait for the clip show. <laughs> That's what she said. <laughs> oh. oh, God. Oh, bang your head. Hell yeah, Todd. <laughs> uh, I always felt like it was Holy weird. I, honestly, speaking of bang your head, I always thought it was really weird. Like, uh, uh, late stage pregnancy with the wife, and you're like, yeah, oh, let's have some intercourse. And you're like, am I like, am I like up in my kid's face? Like, how does that work? <laughs> <laughs> like, oh my God, what's going on? <laughs> Nothing's going to grab me, right? <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> Stop it! <laughs> <laughs> oh. All right, all right. So here's the headline. You're, at that point, you're like, yes, please. Let oh me just God. get off. Oh, boy. It's, uh, speaking of your, I don't know, neighbor neighbor friend's kid, speaking of therapy, uh, you're welcome. Oh, oh. We're going to hell. Yeah. <laughs> well, so. we were already on the train, so Very it didn't true. matter. Like I give a fuck, dilly <laughs> No. <laughs> Watch that kid's gonna say Billy Gaffin. Maybe. <laughs> Could be. Could it entirely. I damn near lost it right there. Oh my god. <laughs> j- j- oh my god. When you're staring at a demigod, what can I say except you're welcome for the. T- All right. So oh it, my god. This, this, we need to get out of here, but here, here's the head. Oh crap. I forgot where the, where the article was. Hold on. Where did that put that? <sighs> <laughs> Well, while you find the article real quick, the closest place for a Sweet 16 game is going to be Philly. Oh, Jesus. I'm not going to Philly. Because oh, the other God. three locations are Chicago, San Francisco, and San Antonio. Oh, Jesus. No, that's not going to work. We can do Philly. Look, if Duke's in Philly, we can do Philly. For a cheesesteak? Fuck you! Why not? Though, one of the first and second round games are in Indy. Oh, we, and dude, we can do also, for the other first and second round games are in Greenville, South Carolina. So we have options. We just got to see how the brackets shake out. Mm. <clears throat> Don't you feel better there? Dude, I'm just saying, like, if if Duke gets to the Sweet 16, ah. I'm just saying, we, we, we got to think about it. We'll, we'll think about it. Um, we we got to think about it because this is it for Coach K. It is. So if we're there for a finale, great. If we're there for, hey, he advances, how cool is that? I, I can achieve a similar feeling by just watching it on TV. All or, right. or we can do that together. Yes. I mean, whatever. I think so. All right, so here's here's the headline. I don't even remember the setup to get to this headline, other than we made some very terribly inappropriate jokes. But this what? Was, total shocker. Us? Yeah, shocker. Here, the what? headline is that Viagra linked to sixty nine percent. I love the number, by the way. Uh-oh. Viagra linked to sixty nine percent decrease in Alzheimer's risk. Study finds. Shocker. So <laughs> that's probably part of the sixty nine. Or the 68. <laughs> I do you and you owe me one. Um. <laughs> Two for one. Just saying. <laughs> so. And, she oh, said. oh, oh, oh. I think it was because we were saying Ty was approaching his, his 50th. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So don't go. He's 49. S- <clears throat> Look, don't go senile. 
And if you need real men of penis, the Budweiser oh, campaign, and you want to preserve all that, there you go. There it is. Don't worry, I'm not that far behind you. Apparently, I'm. I'll be 45 this year, so. Yeah, we're only like four or five years behind you. I, I know. I'd like to stave off Alzheimer's, so maybe I'll be a real man of penis. <laughs> but I mean, hell, I'm just saying, if, if Viagra is a 69% decrease in Alzheimer's risk, that's a double benefit, dude. That that's that's getting your rocks off and a self reach around. You preserve. Oh. You know what I'm saying? Oh. I'm just saying that's pretty good, right? You get to still enjoy the fun bus, and you save that, your brain. That six foot eight reach around. Oh my you know? god! Well, wow. <laughs> oh god! <laughs> Where are <laughs> Here's. <laughs> Todd's gonna kill us all. Yes, he might. He will. Entirely possible. Thank you for tuning in to the final episode I'll let Todd of know room. that he should listen to this after we already conclude our dinner and <laughs> yeah, do basketball not, game. Do not post this before we go to the game. But, but yeah, no. We can't, we shan't, we won't. No. Because <laughs> <No. laughs> I understood the assignment. Because I understood exactly. the assignment, McGuffin. We all understand the assignment. There you go. All right. All right. All right. We need to get out of here. We need to get out of here. Let's wrap this up. Uh, any final thoughts on the Super Bowl uh, or anything else from either of you? No. It, the football look. season came and went too fast, just like Whitfield. <laughs> anyway. Whoa. <laughs> That's what she said. Uh, oh, see, oh. I appreciate it went back Jeff on this one, but yeah, football season. I don't know what we're gonna get with like XFL and USFL. I mean, I'll watch it just because it's football. But of course, I don't know. It, it's it's hard. It's hard to think that you know we drag on for months going. I need the NFL. I need the NFL. I need the NFL. It gets here, and all of a sudden it's like gone. And you're I like, know. what the fuck happened? Season went quick, bro. Season went quick. But at least, you know, we got the free agent period coming up in like less than a month. Yeah. So well, that'll be something exciting at least. And before you know it, the draft will be here and off we go. Off we go. Yeah, the Super Bowl is always like kind of a mixed bag for me because I'm happy to enjoy the Super Bowl. And then I'm conflicted because it's like that's that's it, right, for a chunk of time. And it's always tough to say goodbye to the NFL season. What I do hope, if there's any good offseason news for me, I hope it's that they fucking force Daniel Snyder to sell this team. I've joked about it on please, this podcast. Please. I've said it. I've mentioned it. I told you what my, what my pipe dream is, is that they force that ass face out. They force that fucker out of there. And somebody just, you know, buys the team and renames it because commander sucks. So yeah. give, give me that. And I will be a, I will be a much happier uh, fan, because at this point I feel like there's the Redskins that I grew up with, and there's some weird expansion franchise that exists now that Dan Snyder owns because he sucks bags of shit. That's how I feel about it. Yeah, that's about it. Anyway, um, kudos to the Rams. Hell of a job. I'm happy for Matt Stafford. Uh, I know a lot of people have have gone bananas talking about his Hall of Fame credentials. I don't know that we're there yet. Um, obviously getting the, to go from zero playoff wins to four, 
to win a playoff, to, you know, to win a Super Bowl. It's great to win your first playoff game, but then to finish it off and get a Super Bowl ring that's significant. Uh, do do keep in mind that he, he led three um, go-ahead touchdown drives in the playoffs to win games. That's significant. Um, he tied Eli Manning, uh, who, uh, who had a similar run in 2007. But good for Stafford. He, you know, we piled on him. A lot of people piled on him, and I've given him grief as the high-end Kirk Cousins. Well, um, getting a ring is, is a big deal. Getting it done is a big deal, and uh, I hope he savors that and enjoys that. He clearly looked like it at the victory parade, uh, but it's a significant career accomplishment. Um, and I, I'm, I'm glad that a lot of the Detroit fans were happy for him. They didn't have to be, but I think they take some take some degree of pride and are happy for Stafford, um, for having some success. Uh, do keep in mind that Elway, it took him 15 years as a starter to win his first Stafford is 13 and Steve Young was 10. So Mm -hmm. that's a significant accomplishment. It's good for him. And it, it does help him as far as hall of fame credentials. And we're in the era where realistically, if he plays another couple of years, he will have enough stats, enough numbers, uh, that winning the ring will be a big deal for him, and quite frankly, look, I love I, I love Burrow. I love the upside of what could be, uh, but don't make the mistake of thinking that just because you got there once, you get there again. We all we all grew up. We're old enough. We grew up with Dan Marino. He got the one, never went back. Uh, and I can tell you, as a Packers fan, uh, when Green Bay won and beat the Steelers. Dude, I thought they were sitting pretty for more than one ring, but you know what they haven't done since then? Jack Went, squat. They haven't haven't gotten there again. So you you just don't know. And the AFC's tough. So they've got their homework. They need they need to build up that OL. They've got a nice core. I like Burrow. But God bless. Don't get that dude wrecked up so that he Andrew Lux his way out of the league. Don't do that to that guy. Don't do it. Um, but look, we'll, we'll revisit, we'll tidy up some Super Bowl thoughts and off season thoughts and all that. Next time we record, we need to try to catch up with Lindy. That'll be fun. And then we can dip our toes into some Brady retirement stuff and all this other, all this other rigmarole. We, I mean, we didn't get to anything MLB, anything Olympics. There's other stuff, but you know, out of time. And quite frankly, I'm, I'm well hydrated. I need to shut it down. So look guys, go get some rest from all of us to all of you. Uh, enjoy the week. I'm always bummed when it's the end of football season. Same. You know, always. Unless one of my teams wins the Super Bowl, that's a different (laughs) feeling, but uh, not the case this year. Uh, But kudos to the Rams. While I'm disappointed for the Bengals, I am happy for Matt Stafford. You know, it was great to see him with his kids playing in the confetti. Same thing with Donald and some of these other guys. You know, it's just, it's nice. It's a good payoff for them. It's been a hell of a year. So it, I think it's in, it, it's nice to be able to celebrate some success. Uh, and certainly two teams that were built in very different different ways and different flavors. I get it. I don't know, man. I, I was pulling for Cincy, but I'm not going to hate on the Rams, dude. I'm, I'm happy for Stafford because that, that dude's gotten dumped on. And quite frankly, look, you know, I'm a Packers fan, so... It's not like I have a soft spot for Detroit at all, but to survive Detroit, go somewhere else and win a ring, that's pretty good, man. That's pretty good. So anyway, let's get out of here from all of us to all of you. Enjoy the week, 
and enjoy the basketball, right? Seriously. Enjoy the basketball. So it's that point. Stay healthy, stay hydrated, and from all of us to all of you, enjoy the ride, and we'll catch you on the flip side, y'all. All hey. right? Good night now. Or, as our man Dirk would say, There you My go. Oh, man. He's got it. All right, gents. Get some rest. Catch See you a little bit later. Love you guys. Right. See ya. Bye, guys. All right. Good night. See you Friday. Later, bro.